0: Hello everybody, just a quick message pre-show. I'm here to just let you know that we'll be doing a full E3 coverage this year in the coming days slash week, uh, so very much looking forward to that. Um, there'll most likely be recordings, if not every day, but most days, uh, at a minimum, it'll just be me rapping about what we saw during the press conferences, so look forward to that. Um, aside from that, just a quick correction to something you'll hear much later in the show, um... In the last segment where I'm talking about what I've been doing, I get into some of the stuff I've been learning about weight training. I misquoted the author of a book I've bought and quite enjoy, even though I don't quite follow their program um, because there's a million different programs out there. Uh, Starting Strength is written by Mark Ripetow, otherwise known as Rip, uh, not... (laughs) I think I I I, I said... uh, john apatow or something so yeah that i got confused there uh this is a correction up front i wanted to say that here because i really do recommend people read starting strength um but with that to the show uh hope you enjoy this really cool just before e3 not speculation based but news based primarily and a lot of games discussed episode And welcome to the Scotchcast, the week of the 3rd of June in Australia. I, I assume it's the 2nd of June in the US. 2018, I'm Hersok sick and joining me today is Shinbori630. It's the 2nd of June for another 20 minutes. <laughs> and Durin.
1: We'll make that
2: an hour and
1: 20 minutes. Oh,
0: okay. All no right, one but... gives
1: a shit about the central time zone. Central we, we, we time, zone, time, time
0: zone. We can't waste the, time. We can't waste time. The island. central time zones
1: motto is: "Hey, at least we're not the mountain time zone."
0: During, <laughs> can't argue there. <laughs> we're gonna just jump into the news here, as we all want to do. Uh, tell me about Assassin's Creed Odyssey.
2: Uh, Ubisoft's fucking up. They're putting out another Assassin's Creed already. <laughs> that's that's the crazy and thing. Did, I, like. They they did what they needed to do last time and like took some time off and really like re like reimagined what they wanted to do with Assassin's Creed and it came out pretty good and then they're like all right well let's let's put out another one no, they're, they're making some changes to this one apparently it's, it's starting to go more in the direction of according to reports uh, going in the direction more of like a Witcher where like there's gonna be like dialogue options and shit and I, like a more open like the same the open world that's strange they to
0: me like are they abandoning the fact that this is the fixed
2: past. <laughs> So the weird part about the the timeline thing is like this is the this is supposed to be like an actual direct follow up to Origins.
0: What, so what was but the animus
2: deal th- in Origins? I have no idea. I haven't gotten far enough in that game to to know. Oh wow, um, so like, that, that, that's something... Like, what 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 I've heard is this is a direct follow up to the story of Origins. Um, that there was no specif- like specifying whether that was the the animus. Story or the other story, the the in like the history story, but like this thing, this one takes place in Greece, and yeah, there's whole of characters. Isn't it so, further
0: in the past because Origins was in Rome? Oh, sorry, the Roman, the Romans were in Origins. So, right. I I thought that was this st- like there's a reason that game's fucking called Origins. <laughs> That's supposed to be the earliest. This is like Greece after Roman. The roman empire rose right.
2: like, yeah you, i like, don't know i'm i'm interested to see i guess like it's supposed to come out uh they're shooting for before march uh 2019 so like quarter four 2018 right. fiscal quarter um so like i don't know we're, we're gonna see more at e3 i'm in- interested to see what they're gonna do but also like again i haven't even finished odyssey yet so i'm like falling back into that cycle that i have been in for <laughs> a while yeah i'm curious
1: about like the witcher 3 influences because the witcher 3 a better game than pretty much
0: every assassin's creed game yeah easily <laughs> i would say handily maybe like closest things to brother yeah,
2: yeah, i mean like pro- probably but like also like the only one of all the games mentioned that i have not played more than a couple hours of so like it going more in that direction means there's a good chance i'm not going to play this game
0: oh no <laughs> I'm we just saying, like, Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, being more like Witcher 3 is not a bad thing for most
2: people. <laughs> well, I, 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 guess. I mean, like, being uh, particularly, more like... Being like particularly in the ways... a bad thing for most people, but... Well, yeah. like,
1: no, being like The Witcher 3, particularly in the ways they're mentioning it where they're focusing more on the writing and the storytelling and the character development and stuff.
2: Well, yeah, and like, and that's the thing, is, like, to, like, all joking aside, if they can make a game like Witcher 3 that has better combat, like... Sure, I'll play that.
0: Um, I I don't know if I've ever rated the Combat in Assassin's Creed game. How was Origins?
2: Uh, better than Witcher?
0: Well, that's not hard. Sure. Witcher's which is good. I
2: actually like the Witcher 3 combat. <sighs> I mean, Witcher 3 combat is like the best Witcher combat has been, but that's Oh yeah, no. That's like, that's like, that's like saying GTA no 5 good. combat was the best GTA combat. Doesn't mean it's fucking good.
0: <laughs> like I don't I don't I don't rate either of these combat systems. I don't know. Like I've to be to be fair though, like I'm more interested in the whole like storyline. Uh, Assassin's Creed
2: Origins combat is this. It, they at least did some interesting stuff with it. They took some. They took like I I don't want to say that it, that it is the Dark Souls of Assassin's Creed games, I've but heard that. they took some some inspiration from that in terms of like the uh, the the dodging, blocking, parrying, that kind of stuff. Like this it wasn't weird thing quite where, this hack and slashy that it had been before.
0: Like, I, I really like the Monster Hunter combat system. And that's, just like, kind of unwieldy as fuck if you think about it. Um, I, I know you know, it
2: I like the Monster Hunter combat system in Monster Hunter. I, I would not see that being very interesting in any other game that was not Monster Hunter.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to get my
1: head around why speaking. Speaking like the Dark Souls comparison, uh, some might say that at times the Dark Souls combat is unwieldy as fuck.
3: Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, sure. I don't know. That's that camera like, though. That, ca- oh, that camera. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Let's let's be clear. Bloodborne has the worst of those cameras by far. Not even clocking close because those enemies but, move way too but, fast. But but at least
2: it has the speed of combat that like helps a little bit with mm, that.
0: Right? I, f- I feel that made it worse because the enemies move faster. And that just made the the, the camera go worse. Well, I just mean,
2: like, the the animation priority isn't as bad yeah. um, because of that. I also think with Bloodborne, having the little dash instead of the full roll helps a lot. Yeah, it does definitely.
0: help. And, and honestly, if you're playing Bloodborne, like, the right way to play it is just to turn camera lock on. I us just not use lock on uh, for, most, for mm. almost all occasions. Um, anyway, we've gone far afield. Is that as good as you should Are you honest- interested?
1: Uh, no. I've never okay. been an Assassin's Creed fan. <laughs> 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 During... The only reason, the only reason I was interested in maybe checking out uh, Origins last year and into this year is because I heard some Witcher three comparisons.
3: Mm.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Like, well, yeah, I need to go back and play Origins mostly because it has HDR, and I, I haven't played a game in HDR yet, so except God of War. Um, I'm curious to see other games that are using that tech. And it's not; it's pretty cheap on Ubisoft's store, right? Like Assassin's Creed Origins. I swear, it was like half price by now or something
2: if it's Um, if it's not now it will be soon yeah i think Um, i think if
1: you're looking for the playstation version i think sony was running a a sale of some sort
2: they were at the time
0: i was well i I think it was so close to god of war i didn't pick it up i think that was that was about the Mm timing um durin are you interested in assassin's creed odyssey
2: i i'm curious as to what in the hell they're going to put out this quickly after origins
0: well, I think it's pretty clear, right? If they had a, a year gap, I think they just started two separate teams at zero and went go, uh, and the one team came out last year, and the next team's coming out this year.
2: Um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's hard to know. Like, this is Ubisoft are talking about, like they have mm-hmm. like fifty teams on each game. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. who knows I mean, what their I, actual like pipeline is with this?
0: I bet it was like a rolling thing. Like, yeah, in, in my head, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. I just, at the same, I just same, like the same people.
2: I'm I'm not saying that like the team needed more time. I'm saying that maybe like the audience needed more time.
0: That's totally fair. Uh especially with like it even though it's I guess it's just because it's June, but it feels like Sas-Greed, uh Origins came out like fucking yesterday. Like I I
2: Yeah, I'm, yeah, totally.
0: Because to they released at, like
1: and, mode and stuff. So like it was in the news relatively recently. Mm, right. Mm. Um
0: and yeah, I'm curious to see more. I'm not going to say no. They're going to have to sell me on it though. Like I, at the moment I'm starting at zero Close to zero interest, but not zero. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, I'm basically starting the same place I did with Origins, which is like I had mm-hmm. zero fucking interest in it. Even even coming out of E3 and like seeing the gameplay demos, I had no interest in it whatsoever. Um, and then I just heard a lot of positive buzz post-release mm-hmm. and decided to go ahead and pick it up. And from what I played of it, it's turned out to be a pretty decent game.
0: I, I, the main reason I didn't really... I wasn't sold on it was because I was hoping for more magic and shit. Like, I, I, I wanted... Like, honestly... If you ask me what I want, it's fucking Prince of Persia, but that's not happening.
2: Well, I mean, this is probably the closest to that we've gotten. Like, Mm. they have, like, the world bosses where you'll fight, like, a giant fucking crocodile guy. Yeah, I've heard about
0: that. And so, like, this Um, is definitely,
2: like, that If you want to
1: hear something about that similar type setting, but with more magic, wait till we get to my stuff. Do I have a little (laughs) tale for you?
0: Cool. (laughs) Uh, With that, though, we'll move on in topics. Uh, Does anyone here know about Fallout 76? Because I haven't been paying too much attention to it.
2: Uh, It's an online thing. Okay. So the yeah the, so the the report the the unconfirmed reports uh, coming out of Kotaku are that it is um, so it takes place in um, Vault seventy six which is I guess it was supposed to be like the control vault so like there were no like cruel uh, experiments done on the vault dwellers from that vault for whatever mm. that means for this um, but the reports are saying that uh, it's is a survival game, right. set in the Fallout universe, with like, so like building the, mechanics and survival mechanics and online multiplayer. Yeah. What's so the
1: odds? That like like is was compared a to Day Battle Royale?
0: What is, what, oh God. I think it's zero. It? I think zero. Honestly, so I don't. I think zero, zero for Battle Royale? Yeah, I think it's not a. I think it's definitely not a battle royale game. Is I
2: it? think it might have a Battle Royale mode, so maybe, a, maybe mm, but like. Okay. In, I, I, in, in the Kotaku report, like, I heard it more compared to Daisy.
0: Yeah, I, I so I, the way I heard about this was I heard the Bethesda started the stupid stream. Uh, st- stealing, by the way, from the Persona crew, who've done this for <laughs> almost every E3. Um, and, and people were, like, freaking out because essentially this started rolling on a picture, a still picture of it. Te- television and every like couple of hours a Bethesda employee would come out with like, I don't know, a fucking like bobblehead toy and like play with it and then fucking get off screen again. And of course that meant people watched it pretty much nonstop for about two days or whatever the fuck it was. Um, Again, like the, Atlas did it before, it's not good. Like I don't agree with this method of, of marketing, but I don't know. It's, apparently, it works. Um, either way, though, at the end of it, uh, I forget the guy's name, uh, but the 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 that guy, the Bethesda Studios guy, um Howard. Uh, Todd Howard. Uh, that's him. Um, he came, He come on. Sorry, he came on and showed a trailer, and the trailer were, may as well have been any other Fallout trailer I have ever yeah. seen.
2: So like literally, start it. Start every radio. Old timey music plays. Yeah. Slow zoom out. <laughs> like it is literally every fucking Fallout trailer.
0: To be like, fair, they're pretty good normally. I mean, oh, the first trailer is it has been this since Fallout Three, right? That's that's like the deal. Um, yeah. Except the first trailer for Fallout Four, I guess that was the last one, right? At least had him and the dog at the end of the trailer. I think for memory. Yeah, had him in the dog. Yeah, I think so. And this one, it was just the someone's back as they put on a a vault like over like over jacket or whatever the fuck they call it um, tights. Um, and That's it, and they cut away. And everything past there is just rumors and speculation. So we have a bunch of people saying it's like Rust essentially. Um, today, I saw another leak. There's people like, no, no, it's just a story focuses other Fallout games just happens to be multiplayer. Um, if, if what if this is pretty much just Skyrim Online or what the fuck it's called? Oh, I calls called Online but Fallout.
2: So the the reason why I think it is probably a survival type of game is that generally with things like this, Kotaku when they report on this stuff, they're 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 generally pretty accurate with their sources, and part of that is because uh, Kotaku is like the one game news outlet that doesn't give a shit about like NDAs or anything. They just <laughs> they're fucking like they they're like they're like. Verbally out there as like, no, we don't give a shit. Like, yeah. We'll, In we'll, particular, we'll post
1: I've noticed over the past like year, year and a half that Jason Schreier
2: has been fucking killing it over there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ju- he's yeah. the guy. Apparently, like he's the new yeah. pa- Patrick Klepik as far as like.
2: Well, yeah, he's the, he's the guy that Patrick I think left of the giant bomb to try to be
0: right. <laughs> Pretty much, and, and I don't, I don't remember too much of his work prior to 2017 like, or 16. Over the last three years, yeah. He's pretty much leaked every Assassin's Creed game as far as I can fucking tell. Um, I'm pretty sure that's him. And then you have this. Uh, but the. Okay. Let's say it is a Rust style game um, mm-hmm. with maybe a Battle battle Royale mode. Um, do you guys think that's something people want in 2018? Do you think it's this year, first and foremost? Or do you think it's next year? I, I think it's no, this it's...
2: year. I think it's next year.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. I think it's this, I think year. this, is this year. Yeah, I think
1: it's this year. <laughs> yeah. Because they did that with Fallout 4.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, I, like that's this,
2: true. This is... I don't know I mean, if this this, this, this a could be this, this could very well be there, like, and it's out now type of thing. Oh, I like, absolutely.
1: I don't think so.
2: Well, no. Hmm. Well, the, the reason why I say that is because, like, the, it, they could literally release this as it's out now on early access, go down. Oh, that's
0: true. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay.
2: Like, if it's one of those type of games, they could easily do an early access release. I mean... And, like, this would be even bigger than when they did that with Fallout Shelter.
0: Do people want... A rust like we still haven't an answered that question. Like, do people want a rust Fallout game? I don't.
2: I don't. Uh,
1: I don't. Like, know I, I don't like either of those parts by themselves. So <laughs> I'm the wrong person to talk to. Like, if only Noob here.
2: I, I think if if it if it's I, I want to say like if it was if it was one of those style games that had the the polish that a AAA studio can give one of those kinds of games. It mm. could be really interesting kind of like what Fortnite did for the battle royale sure. uh, genre. Um, but when it comes to polish, Bethesda's not really the first name that pops into my head.
0: Absolutely not. And and going back to the trailer they showed, I swear that's the same goddamn engine. Like I fucking swear. Oh, totally.
1: Get that Gamebryo <laughs> up in here.
0: <laughs> Think I have no idea if they can get Gamebryo working properly with a multiplayer, like, backend to it. That just sounds like nonsense to me. I have no idea if this is... Maybe it's not Game Break. Maybe it's just the same assets and they've found a way to shoehorn them into a different engine. Yeah, they could I be know. using
2: the, the, the Just Cause engine, honestly. Like, it's all the wasn't, same company.
0: Wasn't the Just Cause engine not particularly scalable and good as either?
2: They're, they, they're using it for Rage 2. Great.
0: <laughs> hey, you know
2: what? It could be worse. They could be trying to make Rage on Id Tech. We saw like, how that worked out last time. <laughs>
0: like looking at the um recent era forums uh those guys were very skeptical when they saw rage because they picked it as that engine um and they're like oh god there might be some serious like i don't know wasn't mad max
2: also on that engine
0: Mm, i think so but so few people played it i don't know if I haven't
2: Mad Max was fine, like it totally ran. Like yeah. there were no issues with it at all.
0: But also that that's and, a, and
2: that yeah. way, and this is the Mad Max team doing this. Mm. So. Oh, is it?
0: It's, so it's not the. Yeah.
2: So the 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 um, the theory is that this actually started as a Mad Max game sequel, and then something. when uh WB had their falling out with the 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 Mad Max guy, uh, and they canned all their um projects. Oh yeah. Uh, the theory is that then like kind of as a step up, like hey, we got a thing. If you want to, mm. you know, put all that work into this, because uh, it like, definitely the, has a like, Bad Max feel to that trailer for sure. Because
0: the fan leak was they wanted to make Fallout Four multiplayer, and then they essentially split off a team to try and do that, and that team went on to do this instead. Um, that mm. was the that was the leak, but I don't fucking know nor really care. I, I'm still circling around the fact that I don't particularly. This is not a game I particularly want. Um, the Today's, or yesterday's, whatever it was, leak that it, it will be quite story-focused it makes me a little bit more interested. But I got like maybe 20 hours into Fallout 3 and then put that game down forever. Um, their storylines, storylines in a post-apocalyptic universe are not exactly my, um, my interest. I don't know. I prefer a fantasy. They also, kind of
1: like, this is mostly conjecture because I didn't play the first two Fallout games. Apparently, they're missing a lot of what made those games good. Like a lot of the weird, like, oh, socio-political
0: right struggle that Mm. those
1: games focus on like new vegas had a lot of that which is why a lot of people like new vegas Mm. okay but the as the game
0: studios games don't see i don't know i I liked
2: new vegas because it was the one of those games that ran fine for me
0: (laughs) i mean like weaving multiplayer in with politics sounds like a cool thing they could do that's not a terrible like direction to take it um but we'll see. I guess, like, I bet they'll blow this out in E3. We'll find out if it's 2018 or 2019 later this year. But I'm, I'm definitely betting 2018. Um, God, next week, isn't it? Or is the week after? Yeah. I think it's next, next week. week. Right,
2: not the coming me. week following.
1: Uh, things start a uh, week from today, the 9th.
2: Yeah. Fuck. All oh, right. Uh, speaking of, while I'm thinking about Cynic, uh, I should have those days off for the uh Excellent. Excellent, excellent.
0: Awesome. Um, I'm gonna. Are we I'm... all taking.
1: We all taking some PTO to watch press
0: conferences. Yep. I am. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I know. I've, I've taken a whole week off. The... So I, don't I, don't take
1: the, I don't take Nintendo Day off because it starts at 12 Eastern, which is right when I eat lunch, so I just watch it when I eat lunch. Oh, yeah, fair and enough. it's the only one on that day. <laughs> so
0: I uh, look forward to definitely more reactions like we used to do uh, in next week, I guess. I was going to say in the coming weeks, but fuck me, it's next week. Um, but that, that said, let's move on from Fallout 76. It sounds like we're all kind of, I don't know, interested, but not exactly buying into it. Um, talking about a game I'm not buying into, Durin... We speculated about this last episode. Um, did we get the the Pokemon game of our desires last week?
2: Uh, you, you know, the leak we talked about turned out to be pretty accurate. Um, more so than I had hoped. Uh, so yeah, we talked about it, and, and like I, and I'll I'll say that I said that this was not to, like it was not going to be two games; it was going to be one game, uh-huh. and. You to be wrong. fair, this is not the well. To be fair, this is not the game I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was thinking this is going to be a core RPG. Uh-huh. I'm still, I'm still hesitant to say that the core RPG will also be two games. Although since they're doing it with this one, they probably will do it with the core they one too. A, 100%.
0: You, were,
1: you were incorrect. It was not two games. It's like four.
2: <laughs> well, no, it's uh, three.
1: So, so they yeah, actually no, they, know, they the, did they did mention the fourth. Wait, what? What's okay, the fourth?
0: Okay, well, yeah. Okay, let's let's actually break this down. Uh, Shinboy, can you tell me the, what they've announced?
1: There's there's just the wait. Pokemon Quest, which is out now on the Switch. Yeah, which that is will like be out later on mobile. That's like the little blocky one. I played like ten minutes of it. It seems kind of cute. I don't know.
0: It's it's like Minecraft. Uh, it's free to free to play.
2: So it's real not really quick Minecraft-y, on that one, it's all automated. But before we move that, road. oh yeah, but well, it's more it's more like uh, it's more crossy uh, road Quest builders. I was saying, yeah. like, Crossing Road kind of art style. Okay. But or it's, it's like this weird um, so action before, RPG. Before we move on past that, I do want to mention, because uh, I did mention that, that it'll also be out on mobile later, but they did actually clarify there will be no fucking connection whatsoever between the mobile version and the Switch version. Oh, why would there be? It's Nintendo.
0: <laughs> oh, what? <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, I, yeah, they're, they're going to put it out again, and you can play it on mobile. But like, it's a s- totally separate game, separate I mean, whatever.
0: I'm not surprised, <laughs> like whatsoever. I don't know if anyone would play it. Like, it seems like this this weird action RPG with no real plot or like hook. It's just like, hey, so basically, it's want...
1: perfect for a mobile game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, weirdly enough, though, the leveling up system in it is more interesting to me than normal Pokemon, aside from the fact that it, um... okay, well, let's put it this way: this
1: thing is such a mobile game first that I loaded up on the Switch. And the UI is like a cursor with touchscreen buttons.
2: Can you play it without <laughs> the touchscreen, or does that, is it touchscreen only?
1: You can play it docked. It does the thing, which I nominate, nominated it for. Please stop last year, which is uh, a cursor on a controller
0: UI. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, I remember I, like I was
2: playing it.
1: Yeah, it does that.
2: Okay, I was just curious because like my son might be interested in this, but I. He does not play this game, thing undocked, so. You know what the mini strategy? Yep. Well, no, he knows that it can undock. He just knows that he is not to fucking touch that thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because um, he has destroyed my Wii U, so.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so we've got this so, stupid game so yeah, kind got of as a
2: And then we have uh, the, the two. Let's two go,
0: yeah, we'll talk two about the two games. last. We'll talk about those last. What's and the then
1: they one? did mention that 2019 is still on track for a proper core RPG. Right.
0: Yes. Oh, that's yeah, four. yeah, yeah. That's that's legit. So the the, the game, me and Duran speculated about like more deeply was that core RPG, which they did announce on Twitter. I don't think they did during the press conference or whatever they held. Yeah, no, it
2: was, was more like a reaction, I think, to fans. Yeah, because I, people lost their shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I have I get not get
1: been <laughs>
2: on such a roller coaster. Yeah, well, get not to the know what was happening. It was, <laughs> happening. <laughs> it was uh, like exactly. easily a good, like half hour, forty five minutes before I finally saw that tweet.
1: <laughs> it so, was. It was such a roller coaster because they announced this event right yeah <laughs> i didn't realize it was happening until i saw the official like nintendo account so like hey this thing's starting in like five minutes i was yep. like oh shit so i i set up a separate tab on my tweet <laughs> deck for Eurogamer because they were covering it And then the first thing I see, like, four minutes later is a big screenshot with, like, Niantic in the middle of it. And I'm just like, well, I lost interest in this thing real quick. (laughs)
0: Here's here's the crazy thing, right? It's like Nintendo says there's this big Pokemon press conference. I immediately go online. I open up multiple browser windows, and there is no live stream. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? This is 2018, you crazy bastards. I, like There's nothing, and I, and it was literally like going back to 2006 or whatever the fuck it was, where you, all you can do is follow like live tweets and like live news feeds for what was happening this It fucking was wild, so we
1: like, hey, we're talking about the new Pokemon Core RPGs in like three minutes, <laughs> and then three minutes later, I see like Nantech Studio, like God fucking damn
0: it. <laughs> And not even that though. Like we, so the Neantic thing came up first, and I'm pretty sure they did talk about Pokemon. What the fuck is that? What do they call it? It's not Pokemon Go. It's Pokemon oh, Quest. Pokemon, Pokemon Let's Quest. Go? Oh, quest. Okay. Um. So they talk about Pokemon Quest first, and that was like a bore fest. And then, then they essentially go into Pokemon Um. Let's go. And it started with this trailer, which live action.
2: Um. <laughs> the, I have to say, with that trailer ahead. for for a while. For like a portion of that trailer, I was excited. Yes,
0: absolutely. Like, like once he
2: once he actually started playing the game, and you saw the game I was like, holy shit, they're fucking doing it! This looks it great. Looked, I love it the art really style. It's really good. And then and then I saw the fucking the catching of Pokemon. I was like. Oh God. <laughs> that was exactly oh, it. Oh god. That was the, the leak roller was true.
0: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like for like for me, that was roller coaster because I didn't see that leak at least. And and so like I i saw it starting with Pokemon Go-ishness, because he's looking he's essentially playing Pokemon Go in the real world. Real world and he looks up and he sees a light like a digital Pikachu, and the Pikachu leads him home, like, okay, this is just, you know, paying your dues because you want to let the Pokemon Go audience know that this is still a Pokemon thing and they're like kind of tying them together. Okay, it makes sense from a marketing standpoint. But then they go in and they show the actual in-game game and my mind just started like melting. I was like, yes, this is like, it's not, it's it's not like exactly everything it could be. It's still like the over the top, like old school at camera angle, all that kind of stuff. But it looked fantastic, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so I was like a hundred percent on board. I was like out of my chair happy. And then the moment they showed catching, like, a Pokemon, I was like, wait a second. Did they just skip the battle? Because I, I was still in denial, right? In the, the stages of grief, I was definitely right. in the denial <laughs> stage. Um <laughs> So it took till after the show where I just double checked through all of it, and every time they showed battling a wild Pokemon, it was just throwing balls. I was like, "There's no fucking way," because they showed battles during the trailer. I was like, "This is this weird back and forth thing." Like, okay, maybe they're just skipping battles for the wild Pokemon battles. Then
1: it goes to like bargaining. Like, okay, maybe it's just the
0: Safari Zone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I was like, "Oh man, maybe, maybe they're just doing that to like not freak out the Pokemon Go audience." And then I started googling, and they had this live Q and A session after. And yep, uh, that's when like all the cards started falling and the, and the house fell down. And it goes um, to acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like they almost got there, and I don't know why they stopped short of it. But they they made a weird midstep between Pokemon. Go so and, I was like, I was ta-
2: I was talking with a friend, and, and actually, from a business standpoint, it totally fucking makes sense. Absolutely, and are goddamn right. geniuses with this. Yeah, um, because for people like you and I, like this. Pretty much is not the game we would want. Mm-hmm. Um, I say pretty much because like there is just enough in there that I I want to look into it to hold me over until the next game comes out. Um,
0: like I'm not saying no yet,
2: right? Exactly. We're... Like like yeah, the catching stuff sucks and the integration with Pokemon Go sucks. But like if the battle stuff is okay, and like there's enough of the peripheral of a Pokemon game there. And like there is a story, like this is there. Like to be fair, like there is a story here. It does follow the uh, Pokemon Yellow storyline. You're not playing as as Red though. Like you're playing as mm. a different character. Uh, Team Rocket is there. Like it's all there. So like there is a game there. So like that has me interested enough to like be willing to continue looking into this. Mm. Um, but more importantly, from Nintendo standpoint, uh, this is the. This is the thing that is going to hook all the Pokemon Go fans in and get them into the ecosystem for when they release the actual I, full-on RPG next it's, year. It's
0: what they think will hook the Pokemon Go fans. Like, I don't know if it'll actually do it, because
2: this is still oh, totally a Switch will. exclusive. Because also also this integrates in with Pokemon Go. Pokemon General oh, Pokemon yeah. that you catch in Pokemon Go can be traded to this.
0: Like, sure, but this is still a Switch-exclusive game. Like It's not on phones. It is... Sure. A Pokemon Go fan will still have to be open to buying a Nintendo Switch. No, absolutely. Up, but he, here's the, the
2: thing. Here's the thing: is is that the Switch isn't like the Wii U. There are a lot of fucking Switches out there. Oh, a absolutely. A lot of Pokemon Go fans I, probably already own a Switch.
0: Like we've already talked about this. This might be their best-selling game. Like I don't know if this yeah. will sell more than Mario Odyssey because that game is just ridiculous, and this isn't a full Pokemon game. But we this... we have
2: an answer to what their E3 uh, booth is going to look like.
0: Oh. Uh, Oh, don't I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think it might be smash themed, um but we'll see. Like it would be pretty cool to see like a boxing ring or whatever. Anyway, the, that said, like I don't know if this actually pitches towards the Pokemon Go audience as much as people think it is. I think this is a pitch towards kids who play Pokemon Go whose parents have a Switch. I think that is the audience this is for, which is a
2: large audience. But, I don't know. I think. I think. I think the 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 kid. Well, I think to, to take that a more... half step.
1: It's it's the kid who then tells his parents to buy him a switch.
0: Maybe yeah yeah absolutely that, that's. A, I, that's
2: I, a I, I think I think the kid angle is more what Pokemon Quest is for. I think this is really? specifically aimed directly at Pokemon Go fans.
1: But like, I don't know. The... I should ask my sister. She's like a year and change <laughs> older than me
0: and still plays Pokemon Go, but doesn't yeah, like... have. That's exactly it. The people I know who play Pokemon Go are like fucking dirty. Like, they're
2: not, <laughs> they're not the right. Kids. And that's what I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying though. Is like with this game here, and the reason why I say that is because like with kids, with with a lot of the the, the, the younger kids who are who are even mildly interested in Pokemon or are playing or are aware of Pokemon Go, right. a lot of that generation of kids playing games. Don't really care as much about story, or don't seem to care as much about story, which mm. is why something like Pokemon Quest is more oriented towards them. Uh, whereas the people who are playing Pokemon Go that are more like our age, um, I think that's one of the reasons why specifically with with Let's Go, they actually made it a full on like game out of it. Mm. It's not just like this kind of. If it was for for the kids, it would be a. It would be a. a, 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 a um, lesser product i guess like not to say that nintendo like looks down upon a kid audience or whatever um but they're clearly going for the nostalgia of people who have been into pokemon otherwise they wouldn't be going after like gen one uh modeled after you know the story of of pokemon yellow like there is a clear line they're following with this game
0: it's so strange because i don't remember if pokemon go had a lot of buzz before it came out like i i totally did did it like okay? Because cool. it was a Pokemon game on on the on the hand. On it, had the hand of, it had a lot. It had a lot of
2: buzz, but like not nearly to the extent that like what it turned out to be.
0: Right. Yeah. And and so like the, because I feel like this has, if anything, a negative buzz going into it. Like that's what I'm feeling, at least from the people like around me, um, which to be very very small group, but still. <sighs>
2: Yeah, because um, I, I, th- a I think, think a lot people, of it is because a lot of people like turned out they didn't like Go because Go was a bad fucking game. Yeah, we'll so it you have...
1: it's people like us that like you know play games as as one of our primary hobbies. Where mm. that you know people like us, Pokemon Go is not really worth our time most of the time.
2: Well, yeah, right. Like I like I was super fucking excited about Pokemon Go too, and I played it, and I actually like wanted to really like it, and spent way more time with it than I probably should have. I was <laughs> fucking trying to catch Pokemon while driving, okay. um,
1: but. <laughs> um i um, had a friend in japan almost run off the train we were on because there was a far fetched at the station we happened to stop at <laughs> fucking hell
2: but like yeah no like it, it i don't know it's I, I i think that like the people we're surrounded by there is kind of a neg- negativity towards this game because we were a lot of us were burned by what pokemon go turned out to be mm. uh, but i think what's going to actually happen is when this comes out it is going to sell way better than anyone expected Because there are still a lot of fucking people that are way into Pokemon Go. I mean, and would be willing to. And again, a lot of those people probably already own Switches because there's a lot of fucking Switches out there too.
0: It's so curious to me because if I was to like plan a way to convert Pokemon Go players, I would have had something that shared more likeliness. So, like, likeness with Pokemon Go. Like, this is more like a weird mid
1: thing. That's what they're doing
2: with like. You still twirl the Pokeball, and yeah, I like mean, it. like it, the catch mechanic is literally pulled from Pokemon Go. Ab-
0: absolutely, but there's no there's no geolocation mechanic. Like that's like the actual mechanic. But, but again, like, like the, 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 po- the
2: but it, but again, like that's that's where the integration with Pokemon Go comes in. Like you literally can catch your Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, carry exactly them over Go, into right. this game. So like there is that direct like. Without that direct line, this would be a mm-hmm. weird product. Yeah, like you can
1: go out uh, in the world, catch your Pokemon, come home, put them back, and then you bring them through whatever the story in this game ends up being.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: like I guess that's a, I don't know. That seems like a thing. The weird stuff to me, um, even just putting that point aside, because I don't know, like this. That's just speculation. But going back to the actual game itself, um, we're looking at. Do you guys see that? Did you guys look at some of the analyses of the of the images? Like, I'm not even sure if there's XP in this game. <laughs> Like, I don't know if there's leveling. I have no idea if there's uh, actual... Like, there's movesets, but I don't know if you get to actual level and, and choose your moves. Um, because, primarily because, like, the, the uh, currency, whatever they call it, like, the, the, the crystal dust, or what, I forget what its name is, um, that they call it in the in the Pokemon Go game is actually in Pokemon Let's Go. So people are like, oh, wow, does that mean, like, all those other mechanics are coming over as well, where, like, Pokemon have a random set of moves when you catch them and shit? That's just crazy to me. I have no idea. That's the part that makes you go, "Okay, maybe I am not interested in this at fuck at all."
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I hadn't seen. I hadn't really dig, dug too far into it. Like my, my initial, initial reaction was very negative, obviously, um, mm. to it. So I haven't really dug much into the, like screenshots for it and everything. I mean, it's, it's um,
0: just well, we don't know because there is a separate part where um, I think they. I'm not sure how much of this confirmation by them or how much of the speculation based on yellow, but people are talking about how you can't evolve Evie, which removes the entire point of Evie, or at least if you evolve him, he won't follow you anymore or something like that. Um, Or he won't have like the the clothing options because you can dress up your, your, I don't know, what do you call the main Pokemon character? As um, an
1: aside, I am one hundred percent on board with Eevee replacing Pikachu as the primary
2: mascot. Yeah, yeah no, well, if I if I buy this game, it's not gonna be the Pikachu version. Oh no, Pikachu yeah, can fucking not, get bent okay. as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pikachu has always sucked and will always suck. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that Pokemon. But um and I know Jolteon's always been one of my favorite Pokemon. Anyway,
1: Jolteon
2: is, is yep, the best Pokemon. is the best. <laughs> he the best. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, literally I'm it. Agreement. I literally I at one point owned <laughs> jolteon.angelfire.com. <laughs> um, All right, that's
0: weird. I don't so people like I Vaporeon, own, so I don't know, but okay. <laughs> I own like two pieces of
1: pokemon like memorabilia one of them is a plush jolteon. <laughs> That's
2: fucking weird. <laughs> That's so weird. I swear to it's, like, are... it's also weird that we have we, we have done this like so for so fucking long and <laughs> literally this never came up until now.
1: Yeah. Never uh, the very <laughs> basic video games question of hey, what Pokemon do you
0: like? <laughs> Which version of Eevee is the best, and it is definitely Jolteon Although Glaceon why is, is it Jolteon? Cool. Glaceon's pretty cool. Jolteon's fast. That's like the Jolteon. fucking coolest hey, one. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, um, second place goes to Umbreon. Umbreon's pretty fucking. Umbreon's pretty good too. Gla- I think I would say I, probably I think, sucking. I'm gonna say that the best looking is still Glaceon. Like, well, well, still is a weird word to use that, but recently it has been Glaceon. I think that looks cool. Um, but no, Joltion all the way. It, th- we are again off field. Okay, you guys, are you interested in Pokemon? Let's go.
1: <laughs> not particularly.
3: Okay,
2: I, I'm not personally like super interested in it. Um, but I, I, I was talking with you about this kind of after uh, the announcement. Um. I'm interested in looking to it further as like maybe a jumping off point for my son to get into the Pokemon games because like he Mm. has gotten into like he he's sort of gotten into Pokemon, but he's never really played one of the games. Yeah. And I think this might actually be a decent kind of intro for it. I, mean, I think this is
0: a great starting point because it does have trainer battles still in there so you still actually have battling on yeah it and it'd be cool to Tell like
2: if, if he got into it with this and then like when the proper game comes out next year like then we can both be playing it we'll just bust it, out
0: that other.
1: game boy advance sp and a copy of fire red dude
2: that's... and then i finally will have somebody to play this game with who doesn't get <laughs> do mev training you can
1: just like hey let's battle then just lay the smack down on him. that's right like,
0: I'm like straight up if I have a kid, I'll probably start though with Fire Red. Like I'm not I'm probably gonna skip all this other bullshit. Then after
1: Fire Red they can play the best Pokemon games. Heart Gold yeah, and Heart Silver. Silver.
0: Those are pretty good. I don't know. I, I don't I don't personally have a best. I don't have a favorite. I'm probably I really like Sun and Moon or what the recent ones were. Um but whatever. Uh, X and Y, the first three D S ones? Uh no no I, I I like the most recent ones, the Lolo ones. Oh, that, that, uh, that was cute. Yeah, They're nice and different. Yeah. they were different. I like it. Um that said though uh that's let's go pokemon i don't know it's it's we'll, we'll find out more in the coming weeks we'll definitely find out the, more yeah time. honestly
2: like the the best news that came out of this whole thing was that like this is not the core RPG yeah and this is the not the
0: next game. gen yeah and that's coming out next year i, I
2: think they said late let, 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 last like second last half, half of something. next year Second half. yeah year. So, which um, means probably 2020 let's be fair
0: Nah, Pokemon's always on to I bet it's going to hit its date so hard and it's going to sell so fucking many copies. I bet they're almost done with it already. I'm I mean, didn't they already
2: sa- originally say 2018?
0: Uh, No, they said they they're working did, on a Pokemon they, they, game.
1: They they said like a Switch Pokemon RPG or some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, they, they like didn't say worded the it very carefully. Uh, the exact okay. this thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which is why I was worried.
0: Right. Like That's why I was doubly worried that this was it, right? Yeah. And just have another fucking gen on the 3DS because uh, that still got so many copies out. So oh, no, a so bunch of us were chatting
1: record. during this thing and someone mentioned like, well, where's the actual core RPG? I'm like, my dude, I got the 3DS for that.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's like, financially, that's still the smart thing to do. I'm just happy that they're doing it for Switch. Like, that's a good announcement.
2: I, I think, um, I think like, this was like a safe thing for them to do in case the Switch didn't mm, take off the way it did. So yeah. Like I said, no, we totally, you know, we released the game we said we were going to release and look yep. for another core RPG on 3DS, oh, 3DS. next year. <laughs>
0: Uh, do you think it'll be like on both uh 3DS and Switch?
2: No, I doubt it. No, this is gonna be Switch exclusive.
0: Okay. That's what I would do as well. Like just get people to 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 shift over. Um and the Switch is a good console. Like I I have nothing against it aside the fact that it's got terrible battery life. Um it's fine. Uh anyway, with that said, we should move on. So that was news for the week of E3. Um for the week prior to E3. Shimboy. Before we get on to what we've been doing, and Durin, you might need to hop off soon. Um do you have any E3 hot takes or predictions you want to throw out there before we move on? Uh
1: Kingdom Hearts is coming out this year, and I'm very excited.
0: Oh, let's see, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I
1: guess... uh I, I've been planning out my vacation days for the rest of the year for various trips <laughs> and whatnot. And I am taking into account Friday that Kingdom Hearts three comes out into my calculations.
0: Oh man. <laughs> well, like I hmm. I don't there, know.
2: There, I... there, there are rumors that there that there will be a release date announced at E three.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm it's guessing that's a whole thing.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, like, the fact that they have a thing also has me like hopeful that they're finally going to show off where they are with the Final Fantasy seven remake. Mm. Even if we don't like, get a release
1: thing is going to be that thing is going to be probably a little Octopath trailer because it's out in July. Some yeah. Dragon Quest stuff, maybe uh, mm-hmm. Tomb Raider, and then. Uh, Avengers, Avengers. Um, forgot about that.
0: Yeah, we 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 actually came out with our last prediction show pretty hot on Avengers. Like that sounds like it might be fucking cool. Uh, Only because I Ultimate like so awesome. I
1: like those Tomb Raider games that Crystal Dynamics made, the, like the most recent ones. Mm. Uh, I don't like Marvel at all. So <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> all right, cool. That's and probably so... my
1: hottest take is that I don't like the MCU like one bit.
0: That's fair enough. Um, any other like? Let me think. Metal Gear, sorry, not not Metal Gear. Kojima, oh, do you do you think we'll see actual gameplay of oh, Get's Death Stranding? Not, not
2: a fucking chance. <laughs> oh, Death Stranding? Oh, absolutely, we will. <laughs> it's one. It's one of the. It's one of the four games on Sony's stage. It's going to be a deep dive. But there whether will that means there'll be gameplay, gameplay or not there.
0: is a totally different question. Like it could be Mads well, Nicholson no, no, no. on stage. No, no. no. Well,
2: no here's the thing. <laughs> this is this is Kojima we're talking about. So like, there will be gameplay. There will be no guarantee that gameplay will actually be in the game when the game comes out. <laughs>
0: Uh, I can't fucking wait. Like, um, I
1: want it to be a deep dive and have there be no gameplay because that means shit's <laughs> going to go wild and crazy.
0: <laughs> That's exactly how I think this will go. Also, none of the thing he shows so far has been in the game. I bet you like, not a single fucking thing we've seen so far has been in that fucking game.
1: Did you see? He tweeted something the other day. I forgot what the fuck it was. It was like a food or drink item or something. And he's like, I'm sitting here editing stuff and just in the background was the baby face. <laughs> on the
0: god
2: i'm um, worried because like i heard i i want to say i heard at one point something about something along the lines of like that game being like a series of vignettes mm. and i'm like oh god fucking kojima has gone like full david cage i
1: i wouldn't mind it, that. it's like it's like what remains of eden finch but made by
2: kojima and well, that's exactly. honestly, it was like beyond two souls but like kojima
0: oh that's dark <laughs> I like he's, I like Jimbo's version better. <laughs> this
1: uh, this speaks more to the lack of quality from David Cage than the quality of Hideo Kojima. But Hideo Kojima is a better writer than David Cage.
0: That is I, that's not that's hard not a say, high yeah. bar. But, yeah,
1: okay. That's what I'm You're saying. It speaks right.
0: more to the lack of quality <laughs> from David
1: Cage than it does to the quality from Kojima.
0: And with that, though, um, cool. So actually, our bets laid on Kingdom Hearts. Is it coming out this year? I guess. I, that's a maybe from the crew across the board. I think I think I think, so. I think
2: they're going to shoot for uh, they're going to try to release it by the end of fiscal 2018. So it'll probably. I think be like it's a coming out, out this year. Like they had
1: mm-hmm. they had press playing it. They've been saying 2018. Well, before they didn't really have a date. It was just sort of like soon? Question yeah. mark. Please be excited. Yeah.
2: Now, do you think if it's this year, do you think it's going to hit before? Like it, like, do you think it's going to make the holiday season, or do you think it's going to be a December release?
1: Ah, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I because
2: mm, I feel like I with Kingdom Hearts, like they can. I feel like with, with with that game, they can make it a December game and it'll still do well.
1: I don't know because that's that's like outside of let's say let's say Marvel's next year. The Avengers thing is next year. I guess, uh,
2: I guess Kingdom Hearts is like it, that. That would be a big fucking Christmas game.
1: Like the thing is, that's what I'm saying. If if the Avengers game is next year, which I would assume it is yeah um oh yeah then kingdom we'll hearts is probably scar Enix's biggest thing this year like i it's weird because uh, i mean i don't know
2: is uh tomb raider this year
0: oh,
1: both of those games have t- disappointed
2: from a sales point of view tomb raider is quite. not
0: gonna outsell fucking kingdom hearts not a chance <laughs> no way
2: no, no, no i'm uh, not saying it's gonna outsell no. I'm, I'm just okay. saying like in terms That's of fair. like what Square Enix sees as their bigger, bigger game. Oh no, big, Square bigger Enix marketing. almost
1: definitely sees Kingdom Hearts as like the bigger thing.
0: Yeah, like it's, I, think it's King, I think
1: I think I think they want it to be. Considering, I, like they said, they had press days and they're buying a whole bunch of ads for it already and shit, like on buses and stuff.
0: I mean, there's so much. I it's weird. It's one of those things where I don't. There's so many people who talk about Kingdom Hearts. I don't know how big that actual audience is and personally yeah, like, i'm actually
2: i'm more interested it feels in like it's a quest very vocal audience but i feel like it's not a very large audience
0: yeah like if you look at kingdom hearts and drag quest 11 which is also probably going to be there and finally release on in the west this year if i was to guess um is that three ds
2: only three no it's
0: well there's, there's two different versions uh the ps4 version both came out right. last year but, in but
2: i'm saying like it's not switch it's it's 3ds ps4 no, right? yeah
0: yeah it's 3ds ps4 okay. yeah and it looks fantastic like just yeah literally. it does um i'm i'm curious about that i don't know where the actual audience will land between those two games Like, and there'll be dragon quest builders too it's, it's just weird i feel like they're fractionating their own audience so they released them all this year um i don't know but i can say that square enix is the conference i'm most excited for which is crazy to say uh, i don't know why
1: think of Hitman, but that's not them anymore
0: no it's yeah. not
2: yeah. I, I, so I think it's because Square Enix is like the only one we don't know what's going to be at their conference. I everybody guess so.
0: Yeah,
1: but it's so Square, Square Enix has like generally publishes games that I like.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's true. And, either these or, or otherwise. Hey Shen, do you think it's too early for them to announce another Final Fantasy expansion?
1: Uh four point three just launched like last week. So like figure... announced for next year? I don't know. Maybe because you figure they're on like a three month cycle. It's that was May, so you got August, November, and then um, that would be four point five in November. They don't go to six. It's normally point five then expansion, so that'd be early next year. So maybe like spring next year. When is FanFest?
2: Uh, <laughs> no idea. Okay, because I am. Like, it's either gonna be here or FanFest. I feel like maybe TGS. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I played... think
2: I think their I think their E3 slate is full enough. They'll probably save that for TGS.
0: Having
1: played up to the up and through the most recent story, it seems like we're starting to get an idea of where things are going. They're sort of with Stormblood. They wrapped the Empire back into it in a way that Heaven's War did not, and it seems like that's going to continue.
2: So, hmm. like like maybe we will actually go to. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, there is already one character that is
1: currently there, as
2: oh, wow. like the most That's recent
1: patch. I get sent as like did. an envoy.
0: I'm gonna end that conversation by saying I still think that the most exciting thing Square Enix can do at this point is Final Fantasy XVI, directed by Taro. Moving on. Actually, Dura, you need you need to go soon. Uh, I do. We should we should jump on your stuff before you head out. Yeah, let's
1: uh, jump on Bless Online because it looks
2: terrible. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there.
0: <laughs> Tell um, me about what you've been up to.
2: So the first thing, I'm actually going to get like kind of slightly-ish go in backwards order here. First thing I wanted mm-hmm. to mention is with Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, I think it's called, uh, coming out, I decided to go back and give Pillars Pillars of Eternity 1 mm-hmm. another shot because I didn't like it the first time I played it. I didn't like uh, it either. That game's really fucking good.
0: Oh, man, I don't know. Disagree. Like, I... I don't I just I just don't like the 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 method by which it, like it doesn't have voice acting, right? It's just, it's Right. Text. And that was
2: my problem the first time like I was really tired when I played it and like I did not want to fucking read everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to it, like being okay with that and like knowing that going back into it. Right. Uh, it's actually been a pretty fucking fun Yeah, it's even more. Well and I guess, and I guess from sequel, what I saw. Yeah, and I guess the sequel is like fully voiced.
0: So oh, that's, that's good to hear. That's a big deal. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm I just, but, yeah, I cannot,
1: no I don't know. I cannot get excited about a real time with pause RPG in a world where the divinity games exist.
2: <laughs> I still need to play. So divinity, that yeah. kind of threw me off as well. Cause I, I had, I had been playing divinity at the time. Uh, so it was really hard adjustment, but then I remembered like, I super loved uh, dragon age origins and that was totally that game also. Yeah, um, yeah I So I just kind of had to get my mindset into what this game was, going back into it and doing so that. Like, it's, it's been a lot of fun.
1: Giving away some of what I've been playing is I can't get excited about an old-school-style real-time with pause system in a
2: world where Final Fantasy XII exists.
0: Oh, that game's so good. That game's so fucking good. <laughs> they're so, they're right. so
2: different, though. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, not, um, not really. <laughs> so going back to you, you were talking about uh, earlier um, about uh, like if people want like you know a Rust-style game or whatever, I recently started playing Coden Exiles. What the fuck is? Co- Why are you playing these terrible games? <laughs> uh, so Coden Exiles is uh, put out by Funcom, and it is totally one of those like survival type Rust style type of games. Uh-huh. Uh, but seems to be like the most polished of them. Okay, uh, uh-huh. I remember playing it when it was in beta, and it was fucking rough. Um, but it's done a bit of a turnaround. They put a lot of work into it, and I guess it's it, like once it hit 1.0, uh, there were a lot of changes that went in for the better, so I decided mm-hmm. to go ahead and give it a shot because I've, I've kind of been interested in it for a while. And like, well, w- one thing is that uh, there are PVE servers, so like, there are servers where people can't just gank all your shit, mm-hmm. and that's kind of kind of nice for like going in and learning the systems and stuff. Um, and then I ended up actually finding myself—I I was kind of fucking around on a PvP server and like just kind of stuck around because. Uh, one, in the early zones, there's not really a lot of people around right now. So, like, you still kind of have the run of things. Um, there are houses everywhere, but I, di- I didn't really see people in them. Um, okay. They also made it so that there are only, like I guess, like certain hours that player structures can be damaged um, of the day. And, and so, like, and that's determined, I think, by the server. Uh, so like, as long as you're online, like you'll generally be fine. And like, Wait, I does this
0: game have like straight up have full frontal nudity? Cause
2: I've half yes, these. Yes.
0: Okay. Like you,
2: you <laughs> can, and you can choose to turn that off as well. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> I was not expecting but, that. Uh, when I Googled.
2: Yeah. No, like you start off the game in your birthday suit. Yeah.
0: Um, and Holy have to shit. craft
2: your own clothes from the stuff you find. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's jarring when you, if you don't realize it's there. Um, <laughs> but uh so i, I started on that server and like one cooling is like I, I generally in these games you always hear about how toxic the communities are and i imagine that's probably the case in this game on the higher levels as well but like so i was building up my house and i just built this like kind of little shack house and i was working on an expansion which is kind of dangerous to do uh, especially the way i was doing it because if your house is open obviously anyone can come in there and they can just start taking your shit um and so I, I just finished putting the last bits on the roof to close up the house, and jumped off. And there was a guy standing there, and I, this is the first person I'd run into the entire fucking game. <laughs> uh, so I immediately bolted for the door, went inside because the doors uh, remain locked; like they can't just walk in. Um, you would have to open it to let them in. And the guy, like, said over like voice chat, like, uh, you know, that he wasn't going to hurt me. He he actually just wanted to give me some stuff. <laughs> and so I was like, well, fuck it. I don't have anything on me that is like terrible for me to lose if he kills me I'll just you know be able to run back to my house most of my stuff was all stuff stored in my storage anyway so that's weird okay so I quickly bolt out the door shut the door behind me walk out stand like 10 feet from him and he just like drops a bunch of shit on the ground for me and then like he's like all right cool see you later he takes off and so I go over huh. and like pick up a bunch okay. of shit and like I'm right. like now like a tier ahead of where I should be because now I have like iron bars and shit that I can make armor with <laughs> um so then like I become put- a king yeah, I can become king of my my starter domain. Um, so, so I, I build some basic armor for myself, and I'm you know continuing to kind of go around that area. I'm getting to, getting to know the area around where I'm at, um, gathering up a whole bunch more stuff, and I'm just like basically like just accumulating a bunch of crafting materials so I can build another addition to the house because that's become like what I'm going to do with this this game is just build a giant house in the starting area. Mm. Um, and like I assure you, not like three hours later, I'm still playing the game, still building my house uh and he shows back up again same fucking guy shows back up again he's like hey do you need some more skins i was like no i'm i'm good thanks he's like are (laughs) you sure because like i just i just have this extra shit and i just need to offload it
0: that's so random
2: all right sure so he gives me that and gives me like a fucking like weird potion of ambrosia or some shit and like a bunch of like some glass and some other shit but i i looked it up later and like there's some shit there that like i literally couldn't get until i got to like the way northern areas which i cannot there's no way i can fucking get to right now because i'm just too weak and so, like, it was like this cool, fucking, like, very positive experience. Is was like my first <laughs> interaction with a person on a PvP server. So that was kind of neat. Okay. Oh. Um Yeah. No, it's 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 a generally pretty well polished game. Like, I'm, I've actually been having fun with it. I need to get back okay. into it. I haven't played it since last weekend. What's the That's actual
0: point? Like, what, what is the deal? What are you doing?
2: Um. So it is definitely a Rust style game. Like, it is. So you can like you can build clans uh, and like have like clan housing and like there are I, I, like you can. It's sort of just like a domination sort of thing, I think, is the general point of it, is like to be the dominant clan. Uh, But at the level that I'm playing at, I'm just playing Happy Home Builder. Was that the game (laughs) where they
1: fucked over everyone by making the PvE servers PvP servers with no warning?
2: So I read about that, um, but there are totally still PvE servers. So I don't know what the big fuss was about.
1: They either reverted it, because their plan was to spin up more servers and make those PvE right as i understood it at the time to which my question was just out loud here is if if you go oh shit we need more pvp servers cuz that's the more popular mode why would the solution to that be convert the pve servers then spin up more pve servers and not just spin up more pvp servers
2: yeah no that seemed weird too anyway it was weird cuz like they they converted them to full pvp servers when they had like taken the time to create this other mode which was uh, PvE Conflict, um, which basically was essentially sort of the, the one I was playing on, on PvP, which basically just means that like you can still kill each other, but there's no uh, destruction of player property at all. Hmm. Um, and, and you can't loot other players' bodies. So that, that kind of de-incentivizes anyone to actually want to kill anyone else. Okay. Um. So they had created that mode and then like, yeah, they just fucking like spun everything up as PvP, I guess, for a while. But it seems like it must be reverted because like the first option you get is when you go to online play is do you want to play PvP or PvE?
1: I think right. they either they either reverted it or ended up spinning up the more PvE servers.
2: Okay. So I must have come like right after that then.
0: So is there like a storyline or anything?
2: Uh, I don't know. Like the, the, So there's like an opening cutscene where like you're on a cross out in the middle of the desert left to die and then Conan shows up and like frees you from the cross, and then he's like, "All right, well, you're probably gonna die out here anyway. I probably should have just left you up there. haha See you later." Is <laughs> it Arnold um, Conan? No, no. Dinner, uh, he just, like questions. he's like, "I'll," he's like, "I'll,", I'll um, basically, like, "I'll we'll be back see you later." Kind he's, of, he's, yeah. Like, I'll definitely see you again later, and then like he just takes off into the desert, and then you're there. Was uh, there a
0: the Rock, Was there a one where Dwayne the Rock Johnson played Conan? No, was you're thinking
2: of uh, you're thinking of the Scorpion King.
0: Uh, no, no, no there's, there's another movie. Let's see. Dwayne. You keep going. I don't I'm think so. Go. Did he play Hercules, maybe? Oh, it might have been Hercules. It might have been Hercules.
2: Yeah, so that's you that mean... game. Uh, I'll quickly get on to the other two. Uh, <laughs> the Crew 2, there is a closed beta going on right now. Uh, some people have gotten into
1: Sorry to cut in, but there was a Conan movie where Jason Momoa played Conan.
2: Ah.
0: ah okay, that's
2: probably it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I like how we just all accept that you mixed up <laughs> the Rock and Jason Momoa.
0: <laughs> hey, man, they're both Islanders, right? I'm pretty sure the Rock has some <laughs> Islander background.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, he is. Um, so yeah, Crew Two Beta. Um, it. Uh, they still don't know what the United <laughs> States looks like.
0: Wait, is it? I forgot. It's that actually, Crew like 2 more, wasn't out yet. Is this a different? Yeah,
2: what is the this Crew game? Is not out yet. Uh, this is a sequel to the crew. Uh, this is the, like this is the uh, so the crew was like the the one where like you could drive across the the United right? States. You can drive, but anywhere like it was this. One? Yeah, but it was like this like deformed version of the United States right. drawn by somebody who's never been here before or never looked at a map.
3: Okay,
2: um, this is actually more deformed than the first one was. Uh like <laughs> St. Louis is. Uh, up next to Chicago, which isn't necessarily inaccurate, uh, but Kansas is actually slightly north e- northwest of St. Louis, uh, or like the Kansas uh, Fields, is, I think is what it calls it. Um, what was it like uh, Lubbock, Whoa, Texas? Was like yeah. No, it's it, like so. Like the only place that is like very clearly done, reasonably or at least what I assume somewhat reasonably, is New York.
1: I don't know. I mean, Manhattan is huge, and apparently, according to this, New Jersey just doesn't exist.
2: <laughs> okay, apparently they also fucked up New York too. I don't know. They had oh, that oh, fucking Park there, which
1: is apparently almost all the way up to Boston, which is not accurate. Yeah, no. Look, look at where San Francisco's at. It's
2: like up that's by fucking like, Oregon. I say that's Oregon. And then yeah. Las Vegas is in the middle of like Utah over there. And if I'm not mistaken, like Florida basically doesn't exist.
1: Florida. It looks like the water has risen a bit.
2: <laughs> so yeah, they, they 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 still don't understand what the United States looks like. Like rather than just, I don't know, like it's it's. I understand they can't obviously do one for one United States. Uh, American Truck simulators working on that as best they can, um, but like. <laughs> They've gone in the odd direction instead, where they've just done this like weird morphed version of the U.S. So that is actually the map for the crew one. Oh, is it right?
1: I don't know. This is <laughs> the crew two on this list that, that I found. That
2: might be the okay. That might be the crew two. Yeah, no, What's that's the, that's oh, that's such a fucked what up. What
0: is map. the point of this game?
2: So this game, the, the <laughs> thing they did differently from this one or from the first one to this one is um in this one it's not just cars like you can drive cars you can also drive boats and you can also drive airplanes um and so it has like all these different modes going and like that's actually kind of cool so like the the last thing i did in it was i flew from uh like what would be normally montana i don't know what the fuck it is in this game but that that area all the way down to this game st louis um and like that was actually really fucking cool like the planes controlled decently well I, you know i was able to fly loop to loops around the st louis arch um, okay. it was it was pretty fun like driving off road stuff is fun like the, like the the gameplay seems okay um it kind of just also Though feels like it's just kind of all over the place, oh, and boats in this game. All right. Holy shit! The acting is terrible, and the story is <laughs> fucking horrible. <laughs> uh, so much so that, like, even as well as it controls and stuff, and it looks pretty good too, uh, I, I think it completely turned me off from ever playing this game.
0: That's really funny because it, it's like this. It's got this weird extreme sports vibe.
2: Yeah, uh, that... yeah. It's it, and it very much like it, it is that, but like it is all so fucking horribly uh, acted. Okay, is that, is that the Crew 1? That,
1: that is directly from the Crew 2's website.
2: Oh, that one oh, okay. is the Crew
1: 2? Okay. Las Vegas yeah. is in a weird spot.
0: What the yep. fuck?
2: Yeah, right? Right? Like, that's... <laughs> this, this yeah, this looks this looks accurate. I love that there's also... So there's the, the Great River Road, uh, and then uh, up where I think it's supposed to be like Route 66 is called Mother Road 66. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> uh, it's not a good game. Uh, Don't 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 buy. Yeah, what's
0: the fuck? What's what's the point? Okay, I I, I wanted to.
2: I I wanted to enjoy the crew one, but like again, the kind of weird deformed US made it hard to enjoy because I just wanted to. Here, here's my biggest beef with it. Uh, When they decided what major cities to uh, represent, it's always fucking St. Louis. It's never Kansas City, just because St. Louis (laughs) has that goddamn arch. (laughs) <laughs> Even though, yeah. like, they are a way worse city in every way than Kansas city. <laughs> you're uh, a Kansas
0: person, like, I thought you weren't actually uh, Missouri
2: beef. Yeah, well, I like just I'm saying, like, you know, at least we don't fucking kill each other all the time. <laughs> like, I, I've been to St. Louis, it's a scary okay. fucking place to go to. Um, it's I will admit,
1: f- if I had to pick, I would choose to travel to Kansas City before
2: I would choose to travel to St. Louis. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying, like, we're known for more than just murder. I don't know. I um, been an arch, that arch. Lame. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that's exactly why they always like they always <laughs> it's always them because they have that fucking arch. And I've been there. It's not that impressive. It's big. But I, there's an elevator. I think the Boston
0: arch for whatever reason. Right, when I hear arch, I don't know. Boston no, Boston arch.
2: just has nightmare roads. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, that's the crew too. Uh, and then the last uh, and kind of least, um, I've been playing Bless Online. Boy. uh that game's got some problems that um, game
1: has problems to the point where the other day guild wars 2's official twitter account tweeted out welcome yep. new players
2: yep there's a lot of people playing guild wars 2 right now <laughs> oh, i oh won't lie God, really? i
1: reinstalled it are you I serious through, I why through, i went through the living world stuff it's okay
2: what what <laughs> The Bless, on, Bless online is probably the second worst MMO launch I've ever seen. I uh, where's the
0: link between it and Guild Wars? Are they both arena arena net or something? No. Uh, a lot of
2: I a lot like... of it, a lot of it happened because there's a, a pretty popular YouTube uh, guy named The Lazy Peon um, okay. who uh, does like a, he basically covers MMOs mostly. Yeah. Um, and so he tends to do these like uh, kind of intro, like first few hours of a game, and he t- he he gives his impressions or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: he completely fucking shit on uh, Bless Online. And <laughs> recently had decided to try to get back into Guild Wars Two and got back into it and w- did a video talking about why he's gotten back into it, and that <laughs> okay. actually caused a major uptick in people going back and playing Guild Wars Two. Granted, not, I, I
1: still think Guild Wars Two is a fucking bummer to play, but. <laughs> <laughs> but the path of fire maps are better than the heart of thorns map not that that's saying much okay um, all right and and the story <laughs> is sort of back on track where it's
0: it's fun in a popcorn way okay so you're still not killing dragons can right. can,
2: can you just skip straight to the path of fire from like base guild Wars 2 oh uh, yeah
0: okay hmm. you
2: go. know because like i i I had that page pretty, up. I'm pretty sure you
1: can skip to the base Path of Fire without the base Guild Wars 2.
2: I think it's like a Wars no, 1 no. style. It's its I, mean, like story wise. I mean like story-wise. Like, yeah, that's what will, I'm will, saying. Like, will I'm will I really sure... be missing anything? Uh,
1: some characters um, are introduced in, in the previous arc, but like you'll
0: probably be fine. Okay. So what is Bless Online?
2: Bless Online <laughs> is the latest uh, Eastern... MMO to be brought over to the West. Uh it's been out there technically since 2015. I say technically because it actually looking looking up the history on it, uh it never got an official like release in Korea. Uh, it had the last like open beta. Oh shit, there's a lot of similarities in this UI to Gear Wars. That's all it's done since then. Um so it's it's released in multiple regions before it ever came out here. It actually flopped in like every region. (laughs) <laughs> um it was it was actually okay. originally going to be uh put out here by a different company and then they canceled it. I, mean, they, I think it was aria games was going to put it out they canceled uh the game or the release Jeez. for the Western audience uh and then neo is who is the developer uh, decided to self self-publish the game it spent like 60 million dollars to Fuck. put it out here in the west and it came out as and it was a total fucking garbage fire i mean it's it's got some oh, of the worst shit. translation problems I think I've ever seen. Like literally, literally, like things that will actually cost players money because of uh, like a respec costs money, like real real money. Jeez. Oh, um, and like there are skills you don't know what they do because the translation is so fucking horrible that like it'll say like that this thing r- both reduces and increases a cooldown. <laughs> And you don't know what the actual effect is unless you get it and then test it. And then oh, if it's God. not what you wanted it to be, you have to go and, and buy a respec. And like the 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 voice acting is like fucking mediocre at best, but also is plagued with a bad translation. So like a lot of it doesn't make sense. Uh, the game was censored for the Western re- release. So there are like characters that are completely missing from cutscenes, and there are entire cutscenes that are missing that make wow. the story very hard to follow. Uh, it's still easier to follow than, like, the Black Desert Online uh, okay. story, which was, like, completely incomprehensible. <laughs> um, but, like, so the one of the biggest problems I've had with the game is optimization has been just fucking abysmal. Um, right. I mean, like, literally single-digit uh, FPS what in a What the city.
0: fuck? That's so strange.
2: Um, so I have managed to I alleviate mean, a lot that of great. that.
0: Like I don't. Yeah, know no. Like I said, this is. game is
2: this game's from like 2015. Like it's not a 2018 release. Yeah, um, so it's also. It, I think part of the problem is it's also running on the Unreal Engine, which generally doesn't scale well. And okay. I don't know why Korea continues to put out large scale games on that engine. My guess is because it's free or cheap.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. So I believe we a lot of the optimization problems by doing some pretty fucking you know. Relatively extensive INI file editing right. um, to change a whole bunch of uh, background settings that's, that's to make hilarious. the game run well. One default. of which is like enabling OpenGL because that's <laughs> disabled by default and there's no okay. way to change that in the game. Basically, what, what the game essentially seems to be doing uh, with its default settings um, is not using your video card or at least not using your video card RAM. Um, it's really fucking weird so
0: i heard you put in a refund request for this game
2: (laughs) i did uh (laughs) it was past the two hour limit that steam generally allows Uh but i'd also heard that they were allowing beyond that because of a lot of the problems people were having with this game right uh they denied that request so i'm gonna go ahead and give it a shot and keep playing it um after okay. making those I and I changes the uh, the the performance has gotten better I'm generally getting around 40 40 to 60 frames now
0: uh-huh. uh that good
2: old dude. sunken cost fallacy <laughs> hey you know what I, I put the money in at this point like I might as well Jeez keep trying that is things.
1: literally the yeah. sunken cost fallacy
0: <laughs> wait so what so what is what is this game? Is it just an MMO? Is it just doing normal MMO shit? Is that the
2: it's, whole deal? So that's, that's the other weird thing. It's like they they changed so much, and they're working on changing things. So like, one of the it, it, it traditionally has been a tab target MMO uh, okay, sort, yeah. like you know with with a a proper story. Unlike Black Desert, it does have a story, has full on quests, all that. It's not just a grind fest. Okay. Um, so they were working on completely revamping the combat system. Uh, they had coined a term, rhythmic combat. Nobody really knows what that means. Uh, but they were basically <laughs> okay. going for more of like an action-based combat, some, something similar to uh, like Terra. Okay. Um, but apparently they weren't quite there yet for this rollout. So the only class that has it is the Berserker class. Everyone else is still tab-targeting. They, they actually rolled back all the other classes for the release to have the old style while they oh, continue to work God. on it. Oh, man. So the other weird thing is like, okay, so they released this MMO as an early access game. Like, it is in early access status on Steam.
0: What the fuck?
2: All right. Um, so, like, on one hand, you could use that as an excuse. It's early access. They're still working on the game while while they're putting it out or whatever. Um, but on the it's other hand... It came out
0: like, 2015. It's, that's three yeah, years ago. exactly. <laughs>
2: like, it's early access for a game that came out in other regions years ago. Now, granted, the they're making extensive changes to, to this game for this release. Uh-huh. So, like, it's not like they're releasing the exact same game they released out there. Uh, but there's also, like, one of the other major, probably the biggest problem the game has had uh, post-release is there is an item dupe bug in the game that right. actually existed on previous versions of the game. And apparently, right. from what I was uh, reading, had been fixed in those versions, um, but isn't fixed in this one. And at this point, I think they finally just fixed it, but, like, it basically already ruined the economy of the game.
0: This sounds like a total mess, dude. This whole thing sounds yeah. like a total fucking mess. Like I said, this
2: is this is the second worst MMO <laughs> launch I've ever seen. What's the, the worst? Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen one 1.0. Okay. oh. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fair call. Fair call. Cool.
2: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything will possibly. Well, mm. okay. No, I take that back. This is mm, this is the third worst.
0: Whoa. Okay. What's
2: number two? Number two is probably Final Fantasy fourteen because it held on for a while. Okay. Um, the actual worst, give me a second. Let me get the name for you because I still okay, have Okay, if it's video. one of those games you
0: have to look up a name for, I'll believe you.
2: Well, no, it's. <laughs> I, I, I'm i trying to remember. I know it was like World a major of name, but it was I can't like, remember. I, Ion or something? No, not Ion. Ion's still, Ion still, Ion still around. That uh, game's still trucking. Wow. Yeah. Let me look up my videos here. I've heard people
0: really like. What's that fucking free
2: there we Uh, go it's the only video i have wizardry online it's the only video i have saved on my stream or my twitch channel from when i streamed it uh that game lasted like three months i think before they shut it down jesus christ so that was probably actually the worst (laughs) launch
0: fucking man
2: like it lasted like a month or two after i did that stream and then they shut it down
0: (laughs) i will say for bless some of the art isn't terrible um
2: yeah, no. The, like when the game is running decent, like it, it, it looks pretty okay. Um, yeah. The combat is like interesting because like so it does like a combo style. So like you'll hit like one, and then you'll you'll unlock, unlock more abilities later on. So like when I plan playing now, like I'll hit one, and then it'll it'll pull up like a thing where I can hit like R or T to move to like another oh, okay. combo, and then from mm-hmm. that I can move to then another set of the combo. The unfortunate part about that is like if you if if you miss because there is like a hit stat in this game. If you miss, that basically like stops that combo, and you got to start all over again, which can okay. be kind of frustrating sometimes. Um, and then also, yeah. like it's it's a stance based, so like every class has you can have like uh, you know, like two stances that are um, locked in, um, so you can kind of jump between those stances to. And I think that's kind of their idea of like the rhythmic part of it is mm. you kind of stance dancing um, to work around your your uh, cooldowns and stuff, right? Um, but it's just okay. not well implemented right now. Because like, that's cool. how
1: like all the tanks in current Final Fantasy XIV work.
2: Right, right, and so like they're basically like applying that to. I think their I think their idea is to apply that to like all the classes, but also to have it be action combat as opposed to tab target.
0: Hmm. All right, cool. So, so overall, hopefully, you're...
2: hopefully, I'm, at this point, I'm locked in. So I, <sighs> hopefully, it does. They've they've. I will say uh, to their credit, they've been. Fairly vocal about like they're seeing player feedback. Um, they have been addressing things. They've been patching pretty much every day since release. Right. Um, not necessarily all the things people are wanting them to patch, and they've been making some changes players haven't liked, like already nerfing classes. Um, but I'm hopeful that they'll get their performance stuff figured out now that they got the bug, uh, the dupe bug um, taken care of, because that was kind of their top priority, obviously. Mm hmm um but yeah no that's that's the mess i've been playing uh this weekend
0: great all right with that durin uh i know you have to pop out soon feel free to drop out whenever uh shinboy is 6 30 durin hasn't finished god of war so we might talk about that later okay what um, is I'm, actually, I'm, I'm actually
2: going to pop out now anyway so cool
0: have a good one durin thank
2: hey, you for joining hey. us yep later guys um
0: all right shinboy What's been up on your... You were like, well, Cynic, are you recording this week? I have a lot to talk about. And now I look at your list like, fuck, man. I'm like, man, it's been
1: like six months. <laughs> I've played a,
0: not a lot of any one particular thing, but a
1: lot of... Or a little bit of a lot of different things. Yeah. um,
0: I like God on of Journey. War. God of War. I, I, um, I, I really like that game. I, I am
1: not as in love with it as... Yes, yeah, that's fine. ...a lot of people. Because mostly because I don't think the side stuff is really that strong.
0: Oh, okay, I really like the side stuff. So I, um, I, I guess if that isn't your thing then yeah. I, I don't like it. the
1: way that it's doled out.
0: Oh, I love the way it's. Do- That's the w- uh, I yeah, think, I think we'll just disagree on that. Like,
1: <laughs> like the way the the
0: water level and we're going He's into dropping, you know? I
1: think I think the two the two of us will go into spoilers here.
0: Both mechanical uh, and, and. He's, he's, I'm not sure if everyone at home has finished this game though. Like I've already done a spoiler cast. Like we I'm should probably like, talk about that last. If you're going to do spoilers, I'm saying
1: like fair warning because I want to talk about like just some details. Of okay, the, like not the whole thing, but some stuff that is at the very end.
0: Okay, keep it mechanical space. Okay, if you don't want to talk about that, you and I can talk off air. No, I can talk about it, but I don't think we should talk about it. We can talk about it as much as you want at the end of the show. But if you don't we want to talk okay, about sure. it right here in the middle, sure. then... Okay.
1: But the right. way that stuff is doled out with with the main hub world moving between states as you go throughout the mm-hmm. game. And every time a state changes, characters yeah. are very explicitly saying, Hey, we can explore now. Like I think mm-hmm. that's kind of lame.
0: I fucking love that because it was... Sorry, it's it comes down to pacing. Whether you like pacing, for me, it really helped the pacing of that game to be able. For me, it, and, and it, the fact that the characters brought
1: everything bad. to a grinding halt. Which, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Which it's it didn't really affect my enjoyment that much because mm. if I felt that stuff was bringing everything to a grinding halt, I could just not do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't really
0: hold it against and, and none of like it is required game, really. like you, you get plenty of drops that will be good enough through the length of that game like exactly to so that game's credit
1: it, it's well balanced through its its story beats that you don't need to do it so yeah. like I don't feel like I missed out by not doing a lot of that stuff as exactly. the game went on
0: like It's exactly the thing like if if you are if you want to kill Valkyries, you need to do side stuff. If you don't give a fuck about that, then yeah you I did I happened to stumble
1: upon one of them. Mm-hmm. Just like I made a right when I had to make a left, and I found one, and I took a few tries, but I downed. And I'm like, that was kind of fun. I don't need to do the rest of these. <laughs> I fucking love the Valkyries. <laughs> I didn't beat them all. Uh, I, I was like, I was like, if I really want to do this, that Dark Souls Remaster is coming out in a few weeks. Exactly
0: right, and and also there's one, you know, the nif not. I forgot the name of it, but the fog zone. Mm-hmm. Um, the one has kind of a time limit. There's one in there that you have to beat, and I was like, oh, I could not be fucked. that's you have to be within the time and get back out again it's like fuck that i can be bothered um because you have to get specific gear to reduce anyway with that said i I can totally understand your point like it if the side stuff doesn't grab you like for me it really grabbed me because i really like the micro puzzle solving element of that game um but even though the puzzles are simple none of them are particularly great but they were they were good enough to keep me occupied and yeah and like i feel like i got
1: my fill of that stuff with the bits that are actually like pretty well done in terms of spar- um, sprinkled like mm. along the main story path. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like oh, just, that like, stuff
1: was was really well done. Like, okay, you just had this big you know combat sequence, and then this cutscene, and then oh hey, mm. here's one of those chests with the runes on it. Like that stuff was yeah. laid out pretty well.
0: Man, Um did you end up finishing? Uh, I don't know where you're at. Do you finish that game? Or yes, I did. All right, cool. All right. I don't want to talk about story stuff because there's um, there's a moment in that game that I think is definitely in the player for 12 the, the, end, a- the, the ending of that
1: game made me think back on one of the characters' names and go, "I'm an idiot."
0: That's curious. I actually was. I was actually kind of surprised, and I didn't really get any hints for that during the. But I mean, now we're getting way too deep in it. Let's move yeah, on. let we'll move talk on about it. Yet. Your... Yeah. Um, but generally yeah. I liked
1: it I thought the combat was super fun uh, I yes. was iffy on it at first because I yeah a lot of people seem to be iffy on it bit, and, exactly it, I thought it was a bit claustrophobic at first but as you mm. get more
0: sort of AOE and ranged options it, it, yes.
1: it opens up in a fun way
0: like especially with the kid like I like his when you get electricity with a kid that yeah because then you like, get a, okay. a built in crowd control and yeah it was really good um, fuck I like that game anyway game's cool. tell him Tell me about Final Fantasy XII, because yes, I agree. That game is well beyond the point of spoilers. We can talk about everything with Final Uh, Fantasy XII. I finished finished
1: the game multiple times, and I I, over the last week and a half, I loaded up my post-game or end-game save on the PS4 version, right? and went, I'm going to try and platinum this.
0: So... What is I, I? don't remember when that game becomes like. What What is the last thing before you end up going to the airship and finishing the game? Um, I don't uh, remember what you're doing before, prior
1: to that. Prior to that, you go to the big crystal in Giruvagan, which is a nightmare of a, of a maze. It sucks. And there's also before that, or I think it's actually after the crystal. There's the big lighthouse. It's like oh, the big no. multi-floor dungeon, which is actually, which is actually that's now the new twenty-four man raid and fourteen. They brought it in.
0: <laughs> okay, fun. that's kind of cool.
1: Uh, the last boss of that raid is Yezmat, who is the boss from twelve with the metric fuck ton of health. that takes like hours if you don't have fast forward mode.
0: Wait, is the um is the lighthouse the one where there's a forest, like a mist forest, before you get there?
1: No, you take the airship right to the lighthouse
0: okay the, no i uh fuck,
1: I don't the, the pharos of Ridorana, i believe is what it's actually called um and there's like a big undead bone dragon that you fight before you go inside then you go inside and there's like a whole bunch of floors and
0: i remember the bone dragon fuck man i haven't played for twelve. In and years. then at the, at
1: the top of that you get the amazing cutscene where the, you finally get to the top when and the crystal's up there and ash is doing her thing and sid is up there and then Vaughn says something and Ash turns around and basically tells him to shut the fuck up. And it's nice. the greatest scene in the history of video games.
0: <laughs> Man, I liked it a lot about that game. Too I don't remember. It. I, 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 I'm happy to hear that the combat holds up because I loved it when it first came out.
1: Yeah, because I, I like it because I'm at the point now where my crew is like so OP that anywhere in the open world, I just set their gambits to fucking whatever and just roll through oh, shit. yeah.
0: Love it, yeah. Just just autoplay. I don't know why that's so satisfying. It, like if if you didn't but, have control of the gambits, it wouldn't be satisfying. But because well, you no, do, it does hideous. actually feel good. But yeah, the way I described it to people is is now,
1: it's it's like a sim, mm-hmm. where like I'm at the point now where I'm doing Endgame super bosses, right? Which I never do. So, and it's my first time really doing that in any Final Fantasy. It's just something I never really engage with. Okay, for some reason, I even though I love it. Like I, even I though i love that series I, I never do that mm. um but it's really interesting to sort of in the middle of a fight be able to adapt and change up your gambits and gear because most final fantasy games don't let you change gear in the middle of, a, of an encounter mm. yeah um yeah, yeah. and if you do it uses like a turn or whatever to do it uh this you can just pause at any time and just change your party change your gambits, change your gear so it creates these interesting situations where you're adjusting your strategy on the fly. You can go into an encounter completely unprepared, not knowing what that particular boss is going to use against you and adjust your gambits accordingly and set up sort of like this this automation script basically. Yeah. To have the game do the boss for you and like when you're struggling against the boss and they're inflicting disease and poison and all the shit, and you get your Gambit set up with the right priority, that you make it through it, it's super satisfying.
0: And that's... That sounds cool. That sounds cool. I've, I've, uh, is there... So, you're playing the PS4 port?
1: Yeah, because I had beaten that and had a save at the end before the PC version even came out.
0: Fuck, am I, am I good? If I, I don't know. There's so many other things to play, but that you're, you're selling me on going back into 5.0 Z. First of all, same, go-
1: it's the same satisfaction I get out of like building a new like subway line in like some city or city <laughs> skylines and watching that work.
0: <laughs> uh, most importantly for me, though, I will play that game and this time I will put Van in the on the bench and never take him out again because so, guy. Uh, I
1: gave him two classes that I don't give a shit about, which is the Knight and the Machinist. Okay. And as it turns out, since I happened to get like one of the end game weapons for
0: Knight. Yo, he wrecks shit. Oh well, yeah, Van is Van is as normal with the main characters of Five Hundred Games. Very strong, and he's very fast. To, to, so, so the weapon has inherent holy damage, which against a lot of the endgame bosses is crazy strong. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Nice. I I've also been
1: engaging with getting a lot of that stuff, including the weapons that you have to program the game to get.
0: Oh yeah, you, you're talking about that on on um, Sky or Steam. Yeah, and I don't remember, out. I remember doing that. I remember, okay, first of all, I remember that you had to do something similar, not quite to get ribbons in the original version. Um, I think they had something same for the, you could do the same to get a second chance of the Zodiac Spear in the original. Um, but what do you, what are these hidden weapons? Zodiac Spear in
1: the original was fucked because there were certain chests that you couldn't open and the
0: game didn't yeah. tell you that. Um, And if you didn't, if you open one of those, then it wouldn't appear, but you could do this programming thing in one of the dungeons and you had like a one in 1000 chance of getting it per open of this fucking chest. The way it works now is there are, there are three in, well, one
1: in the Zodiac versions, they took all of the original ultimate weapons and made Mm. them easier to get. That's cool. Um, And it's like, okay, instead of do all this bullshit RNG, it's just in this chest in the zone that has a 20% chance to spawn or something. Okay. Um, or like beat this boss and you get it, or finish this hunt, or buy it from the bazaar, whatever. Hmm. Um, and they added another tier on top of that where all the bullshit is.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> then on top
1: of that, there's the three invisible weapons. Where there's a one-handed sword, there's the bow, and there's a shield. Right. Where I got a few of the shield, which involved going to this specific uh map, like zone inside the Great Crystal quitting the game from the PS4 menu, reloading the autosave that was created when you walked into that zone, and then zoning in and out until the chest spawned.
0: Yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Then removing, like,
1: reducing the party to one character and removing that character's weapon and attacking myself nine times until I got a four-hit combo, then attacking myself one more time, looting the chest to get a meteorite, leaving the zone, and
0: walking back into it to get the shield. What the f- Okay. And that's the crazy thing. Like, when it works, for some reason, the human brain is programmed to make that feel good. It's like, <laughs> it's magic. You feel like you like, got away with something.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, for the sword and the bow, what you have to do is you have to create a second save that's at the start of the game, at the first save crystal in the game in the tutorial when you're playing as Rex. Oh,
0: jeez. Okay.
1: Uh, go to where you need to go in, in your main game to get the weapon, load back into the save at the beginning of the game, and heal yourself until you get three specific numbers in a row. What the fuck? Because those numbers aren't random. They're part of a table. Oh, wow. So when you get to... And the table is laid out in lines specific to you know, however many values per line, 10 values per line. Yeah. So if, if you don't have the three... That you need, but you get the three that you know are at the end of another line. Like prior, you can attack Mm -hmm. yourself to skip a line on the table.
0: Oh my god! Okay,
1: (laughs) basically, what it does is everything that's RNG based, quote unquote
0: RNG, just draws on the table is on that
1: table. So the tables in
0: RAM. So you can can open up. So what you do
1: is when you heal yourself and get those three specific numbers, you know you're at the right point at the RNG table to get the chest to spawn.
0: And then you go into the, your normal save. You and go into you do your normal
1: that. save and open the
0: chest. Yeah, fucking fuck this game. <laughs> no, I, I like that. That's really cool, but it's still ridiculous. Because <laughs> that's not no, actually... Required. Yeah, because what, what actually is is a random, comments, random chance to find this item. Yeah. But because you can do this other stuff, you can program the random
1: you're, Yeah, so you're basically seeding thing. the RNG. Yeah,
0: that's fucking cool. I don't know. It's better it
1: than the like, It is like some Super Nintendo level program the game bullshit. Yeah. But with the complexities of a PS two game.
0: And if, if you don't know what we mean by that, um, there's some speed runs that work that way where if you go like you can see them midway through the game going into this like I don't know, the side screen, killing like three random enemies in a particular way, then walking back out and coming back into it and there's like a weapon spawn. That like, is weird.
1: Like, you often see it with like tool assisted stuff.
0: Hmm. It's because you're essentially programming the, the either the, something in the RAM of the game that's based on all these other variables like Shinboy just mentioned with this table to get it such that you can you can align the stars where you need them to be to get the exact item you want um, but that is kind of cool I don't know that's that's pretty cool in game stuff It's
1: crazy to see that stuff even on modern systems because the the numbers that you need to see the Rng are different depending on which model of PS4 you have
0: oh wow oh because okay. they use different wow. memory I think. Oh, that's kind of crazy. All right. So I mean, like that's I love
1: cool. like seeing the nuts and bolts of how
0: this shit works. Yeah, I can see that. That's pretty awesome. Um so is that what you've been doing Final Fantasy 12?
1: Yeah, just going around killing bosses, uh, leveling up, realizing that I maybe don't want to do this because <laughs> the the last trophy is you need to complete the bestiary, which seems insane. You need right. to kill one of every enemy type in the game, including all the bosses. And all of like the rare game which are like hunts, but you can't track them like you can hunts. So it's <laughs> it's a pain.
0: But I'm enjoying it. Cool. Um all right, you got we haven't we've barely dented your list. Let's keep going here. Yeah. Uh, what what do you want to talk about next?
1: Uh, I've played let me load up Steam fifteen or so hours of Dino Kuni2. Oh something like
0: that. Dude, it was just on sale and I was wondering whether I should pick it up. Seventeen uh, hours. It's real good. I keep hearing how's the VO that's the part I'm worried about Um quality
1: is all right the amount is inconsistent it does kind of like the persona thing where some lines are voiced and some aren't but it's way oh, yeah. less consistent than persona or oh, like yeah. within the same conversation like half the first half will be voiced and the second half won't
0: cuz my my issue wasn't necessarily like the 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 amount of VO but it was mostly this the the main character was just too fucking earnest for me in English Oh I love it <laughs>
3: It is such a joy.
0: <laughs> I can't. I couldn't. I could not deal. <laughs> I just watched like some gameplay videos. Like no, I just hard the f- noped the fuck out um, on that VO. But you, so you, I hear. I said, it sounds like you're playing in English. <laughs> yes. Is there a Japanese VO on the on the system? I don't know.
1: Okay. I don't think right. there is, but I don't know for sure. That's funny. So, um, so is that the... the part you like
0: about the game, or is the gameplay itself?
1: Both. I like the okay. the. Uh, city building it's a bit too slow for me like you you, at least at the start you accrue like the money that you use to build shit a bit too slow but as you get more people it's starting to pick up Um, i've actually hit a little bit of a lull where i finished my current big story arc and i've been taking a break since then Um, so
0: is it one contiguous story or is it like uh like yeah yeah but it's it's
1: very much it's one continuous story but it's very clearly broken up into chapters where it's like okay, you're trying to get all of the kingdoms of this world to agree to like this treaty to one one happy family, no fighting. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's very much the chapter where you're trying to convince this country and solve their problems so they'll help you and then you move mm. on to the next, stuff like that. At least that's what it's been so far.
0: Right. And it does look beautiful. At least looking yes, at these
1: and uh, the yeah. PC version runs like a dream.
0: Oh shit, there's a PC version? I yeah. had no idea. Oh, okay, that changes things.
1: Um, I'm running it at max. There's not a lot of settings, really. Uh, there's like some. There's some AA settings, like there's uh, TXAA or, or what have you, mm-hmm. or uh, MSAA. Like so, there's different anti-aliasing settings. Other than that, there's not a whole lot. Right. Um, but with the two times multi-sampling AA uh, at 1080p, this thing is locked at 144 fps.
0: Damn. What do you? What graphics card are you running? 1080. Oh, so cool! I've got one and two. Um, All right, that's but
1: to but that leads me to believe that if you're trying to run it at 1080 60, you could get away with way lower. Oh armor. yeah, way lower.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 thinking more like whether I can get it running at 4K probably. Um, I don't know about the 4K scaling.
1: Uh, um, I, I just don't.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. But damn, this game looks nice. I, so how is the? So how many characters have you met? It seems like there's a big party. Or I a,
1: just got my fifth party member. Cool. And and how,
0: how have they been? And, you know, uh, how they interact and stuff? They cool? Uh yeah. Like
1: I, I try and I've mostly been playing the main guy, but the like Evan, you know, your little little cat boy. But mm-hmm. I really like the guy I just got because he's like, he, he's he's the one character I would describe as like a primary mage, where obviously okay, cool. like all of your attacks are like your main attacks, your X and Y, your light and heavy are melee. But his melee attacks, like instead of swinging a sword, are like, yo, know, they fly around him in fucking crazy magic patterns.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool. All right.
1: So I've been using him and he's kind of fun. Nice.
0: Um, yeah, I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to think about like, so, okay. So what, what are your overall impressions of Ninokuni 2?
1: I like it. Um, cool. I'm not like over the moon with it, but uh, I, I like it quite a bit.
0: Is that, is that another one that's like a hundred hour plus game? Oh,
1: that one's. Not so bad. Apparently, it's only like 30 to 40, depending on how much shit you do.
0: Okay. All right. Okay.
1: Doesn't sound so bad. I'll no. Just... And, and the city building stuff, it, there's a few moments where you have to do it, but it seems like you can mostly ignore it. I'm right. mostly focusing on a few specific things, like the thing that lets me level up spells and gear, like all the ancillary shit I'm not too worried about.
3: Hmm.
0: Cool. That's, that's the crazy curious, curious thing to me because for me it all comes down to story and it sounds like it's got a story um the, uh, the would you it's, say it's like compelling or um it's it's not like the most gripping narrative in the world but it's it's, it's <laughs> yep. a
1: nice like
0: white-hearted okay. adventure did you ever play tales of vesperio i have not played a tales game no okay all right i was i was going to say cuz that's still one of my it's not my, not my gold standard, but it's pretty high up there in my favorite like traditional JRPG um, stories. And it's been a long time since I have played like a JRPG with a good story. Like even Final Fantasy fifteen, even though I love that game, that story is kind of all over the place.
1: And even like um, we're just talking about twelve, like that game is carried by its cast, not the main narrative.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's it's I really have it. I have it in me for a game with which is like Japanese and has a really good story. Like I didn't even particularly love. Uh, persona 5 story like it was okay um like the
1: one we got last year was, was near for me
0: yes absolutely that's 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 fair but it's not like that's no that's no in no way shape and form a traditional JRPG. no not at all <laughs> uh but it is it was one of the best stories we've seen in, in a long long time um yeah because I'm, I'm with the... you
1: I, i'm i'm like this is it's nice because it's a nice distraction we're like mm. hey the world fucking sucks and like this is of just a kid who's way too naive trying to make it so the world doesn't suck
0: yeah <laughs> there's something pure about that uh, it, to me it just seems insufferable <laughs> but I, maybe if it's in japanese i wouldn't mind if most of it's just the the execution rather than what he says i don't mind what he says all too much from what i've seen um I was curious, because I don't know. Because if you can choose your main character, I'll, I'd see myself playing as the soldier guy, like the you guy can, you start you can with.
1: play as, as, like, walk around as any of them and be the main yeah. you control, like on the fly even, You can switch.
0: That's what I thought. So I, I was thinking about playing, like, the, um... I going to play the dude game. just
1: with the gun.
0: Yeah, the dude with the gun. And that seems like a cool way to play that. You get cool armor. fantasy I guns. <laughs> um, but cool. Could you call Nino? You know, can you too? I am curious. I don't know if I'll get around to it, but there you go. Um, what else we got on this list?
1: The uh, we want to go to games still before we get into the other things on the list.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I played a little bit of the Dark Souls Remaster.
1: I sort of put a pause on that because a friend of mine who's playing Dark Souls for the first time. I want him to get a little bit into it, and I want to be in the same rough area as him. I don't want to go too far Man. ahead.
0: I can't even imagine playing Dark Souls for the first time. I don't know if it'll hold up, but fuck, I remember that game being goddamn incredible the first time I played it. It's um, still pretty incredible, even when yeah. you know where everything is. Like or That's most- the crazy thing. Like, Why did they go away from that format? I still love the fact that it is just one contiguous world. It is yeah. just beautiful to like, me. Like,
1: the- Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 had a bit of that, but not mm-hmm. nearly to the extent.
0: Yeah, not quite the same. Because it doesn't all feel connected like this one does. Even though it's a smaller world, it's just something about it just still feels better. Um, in fact, I can imagine how it's like to run from one part of it to the other.
1: Like uh, I really like the way that Dark Souls 3 in particular expanded on the lore. I think that's mm. super good. Yes. But um, the actual level design, while the individual levels are still like up to that same high quality, you're mm. right, they're not as connected. It's not as yeah. interesting because of it.
0: And there's no way, like, there's nothing in Dark Souls Three that felt kind of like, um, oh, you have to go down to the sewers and like doing weird things to get around.
1: Don't like lost like you do in the first game, especially yeah, because you exactly. teleport right away, go back to exactly. Finally, just do. Whatever. I was gonna just
0: bring that up, like maybe teleportation is the kind of the thing because like Dark Souls One not forced. And yet, you to run even around.
1: even the first Dark Souls falls apart a bit in the last. When you do acts, get, it. When you get it, fast travel, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. It it does actually feel lamer once you've gotten it. Like, to be fair, I wouldn't take away that design decision because it does let you do a lot of stuff. Like, I wouldn't have done as much as I did in the original Dark Souls without that fast travel, but still.
1: Well, let me tell you, it felt fucking great to go up to that first uh, Black Knight in the Undead bird, have him turn around, and just
0: immediately fucking parry his ass. Oh, I was like, sick. "Oh yeah!" Very I was nice. sitting
1: there, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" I still
0: got it. <laughs> I heard. I, I think it was Vinnie or something. Someone got the Black Knight Sword early game. I was like, "All right, well, that's the game for you." I
1: got uh, the first Black Knight. I got the Black Knight Sword.
0: <laughs> oh god, that, GG! That's pretty much the most of the game done. The you don't really is, I, know. I was upset
1: because I killed the one at top at the top of the tower after the uh, Dragon Bridge, and I didn't right. get the Great Sword, which bummed me out.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I also did not get the sad. halberd. I don't actually. I never rated the Halberd that much. I never really Halbert's liked it. I mean, it's strong. It's strong like a motherfucker. Yeah, but but I don't it's really also like late. its moveset, though. Yeah, I don't like its moveset. Um,
1: um, man, no, I think it's a good game. The first thing I did when I got to Firelink was I ran to the skeletons and picked up the Zweihander. Nice. So I'm nice. switching back and forth between that and the Claymore because the hander might be a bit too slow for me. still. Uh,
0: I'm I've always been partial to the Claymore and the uh, Uchi Katana. Those those would be my main two weapons. I I, I totally,
1: totally murdered the merchant and got the Uchi Katana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck uh, that game was good. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you friends yeah, playing I, it for I, the no, first time—that's cool. Yeah,
1: and I'm I, I'm normally this is the first time between Dark Souls, Dark Souls Three, and Bloodborne, I'm playing not a Dex or Dex equivalent build. Oh, wow. So okay. I always yes. go Dex because I prefer speed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I've never played, I've never been too partial to two-handed only weapons. Like with Uchi, Uchi Katana, I only switch to two-handed mode sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah,
1: like short, I used so. the Uji Katana and then I eventually got the, uh, whatever the ones in the parish right outside the church, the skeletons, the ones, are rare drop from them.
0: Uh, is the Baldur's Eyesword? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Got that. Uh, and that thing's real good. And, and then in good. three I use the Karthus curve Sword. Nice. And then in Bloodborne, I use the Cane Whip.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, wow. And we also, have a there. And in also the
1: um <laughs> the blades that you get from uh, Aileen's quest. The blades oh, of mercy. Yeah.
0: I I I didn't actually end up using the I think, Oh that's so good. I think I end up switching to the um not the Kirkham the other one, the sword one.
1: There's also um, there's also the Dex weapons. I forgot what you get. you get them in the DLC in the bottom. I think I think it's at the bottom where the where the giants are, down right. the well. It's it's good.
0: I think for me, I yeah, I started with old Dex, like especially early in the early Dark Souls. But then I switched to quality because I really liked claymore, and I don't remember what it is in, in Bloodborne. But there's a quality weapon which was a giant sword, and that was oh,
1: it's um, holy shit! Souls? I know I what mean? you're talking about too. It's not it's not the Moonlight Greatsword because that's its own no. thing. Yeah. Uh, Ludwig's Holy Blade.
0: Yes. I knew it, I knew yeah. it was Ludwig. Yeah, yeah. Because it that had, that had to be Ludwig. That thing was awesome. Um but the Whip is still that's what I started that game with. I started Dex and then I switched over to Quality yeah. halfway through. Um anyway. <laughs> Dark Souls is Dark Souls. Noted. Yep. <laughs> How is it at 60 frames? Uh pretty good. Pretty nice. great. Nice. Are you playing on PC? Uh, of course, please. Okay, cool. All right, good to hear. Well, <laughs>
1: oh, also, one more thing to note going back to Final Fantasy XII, this has nothing to do with the game itself, but I needed a map to get through the fucking crystal, and having it up on my phone while playing on the TV was a pain in the ass, and the cable, the micro-USB cable I had to hook the controller into the PC for remote play was broken. So I went right. through the trouble of setting up a program, and now I can use a wireless Xbox One controller for PS4 remote play on my PC. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay that's kind of cool i really um i think ps4 remote play on pc is surprisingly surprisingly viable i totally don't mind it at all do
1: something like that Um, where i was just like navigating through this like labyrinth just looking for a specific room and opening gates and stuff like it was fine
0: (laughs) nice and and it wasn't like you do get a bit of lag but not enough for like a final fantasy game for it's it's noticeable but nothing that was detrimental to that game exactly like i any 30 FPS game, I would venture to guess is fine. Like, it would be totally fine. Um, anyway. All right. So that's, that's Dark Souls. We're getting through this list, but I think we're halfway done here. I played, uh, to
1: keep it with the video games, I played just a little bit of the new Mario Tennis Aces.
0: Uh, I was looking back on it. I think this might actually be the first Mario Tennis game I've actually played. I'm actually, sup- like, ridiculously curious about this because I've always wanted to play a tennis game with a story. Um, I don't know if they... If that's part of this demo they put out there or not, but that's the part I'm actually. No,
1: it's mostly just online play. How does people, the game play? play? It plays pretty good. Like that's pretty fun. Um, it's, nice. It's actually kind of daunting at first. Like they <laughs> really? throw a lot really? of shit at you pretty quickly in the tutorial. I, I had like, no idea Mario Tennis had I, any depth. Like depth. I had to go. I you know it's like hey, you should probably play one game against the AI before you go online. I went to a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> against the AI, against Yoshi, <laughs> fuck. Mind you, like I've not played one of these games. Yeah, so fair. like it's not like I had a base understanding of Mario Tennis that was then being built upon. I was learning Mario <laughs>
0: Tennis and then all the new shit. I I'd, I'd partially be learning tennis, so I'll be probably kind of where you were as well. <laughs> I've forgotten half the rules of that fucking game. Is it actually like true to tennis rules? I mean, like decent as much like as it. it
1: can be, I guess. I don't like it, does like tennis scoring like 15, 30, okay, cool. 40.
0: Okay, cool. And does it does have the weird tie break system that normal tennis has. and Yeah, the where and there's stuff?
1: advantage like induce yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's fucking, yeah. Okay, cool. I'll have to relearn all that kind of stuff when I play that. Yeah, game, I like,
1: but... I knew that going in. I knew hmm. enough about tennis. Like, I know, okay, in singles, you need to keep it within these lines. and doubles, you can mm-hmm. use the whole court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And so it sounds like it is fine.
1: Yeah. I haven't done the online play because I'm real bad and I don't want to get fucking thrashed
0: smirked by whatever Japanese people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or like Dan Reichert, Mario, Mario tennis expert. Is he
0: actually good at that game? I have no he idea. He loves Waluigi and Waluigi debuted in Mario tennis. Okay. All right, great. <laughs> Cause every time he says he's good at a game, it just reminds me of fucking soul caliber and Vinny beating him. And that was, that was glorious. Um, but anyway, no, that sounds cool. I don't know Mario Tennis. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious about that game. Are you? Are you interested in picking it up when it comes out? Ah, uh, maybe. Okay. It seemed like it'd be a fun local thing, at the very least. Hmm. And then, well, that's actually curious to me. Does it use half a Switch controller or the whole Switch controller? It uh, uses the whole Switch controller. Okay. All right. I bet. That, no, I, I also bet there's a way to that they'll shoot home. There are to,
1: because to there play. is actually a thing. You can do like trick shots by flicking the right stick. Right. Um yeah, and it right. actually says when it's teaching you how to do that, you can use the left stick by like holding a shoulder button and like pressing the left stick in that direction like twice or something. So okay. it right. seems like they built in ways to use it like play every you know, use all the moves with one stick
0: and the four yeah. buttons. Yeah. Yeah, because I bet that'll be like a cute thing if you if you want to play it with people at home. I don't know if the switch will ever be anything like the Wii, but still it's got little bits and pieces of that. Um they're yeah. trying to get you to play like that Pokemon Let's play Pokemon Go. We didn't talk about it, but that two-player mode seems kind of yeah. a thing. I don't know. Also, I, I still know. really like the Switch Pro Controller. Just yes, as a note. I have it in front of me. It's really nice. I, have it in uh, my I hand don't like in it. the sticks it feels on it. It good. I don't like the uh, sticks. They have a weird dead zone.
1: Yeah, uh, But whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. All right, that's Mario Tennis. Um, I don't know. I, I bet people who are really into that game probably want to hear more, but I don't know, man. It's fucking Tennis. It seems cool. It. Yeah.
1: You can that's, go into you can do like the crazy power up shot and it goes into fucking first person mode and you aim the ball at the court and it's pretty rad. Nice. I think that's a new. And thing.
0: That's and that's video games. I think. Yes, I think there's one more the game that's
1: ahead. not a video game.
0: Okay. All right. That is
1: that is Dungeons and
0: Dragons. Oh shit! Uh, I've been playing D and D too, like recently. I have two games
1: going. I have my normal Sunday night game, which we've been doing for years, not continuously. Uh, not the same storyline but we started a right. new one a couple months ago crew. I'm playing I'm playing a bard for the first time and quite enjoying it in 5th edition uh, so
0: okay yeah I was going to ask so 5th edition all right gotcha. Any so anything been, that I'm
1: mentioning is is 5th edition
0: yeah cuz I'm used to 3.5 but and our custom rule set and then this game I've joined really recently on friday nights of my time has been yeah 5th edition and it's been interesting to feel how like every character feels nerfed um <laughs> it's just strange.
1: The, the first few levels are not rough but like mm. the classes really come into their own around third fourth fifth level you start That's getting higher 12, level yeah. spell slots you get additional yeah. class features you can branch off into your
0: archetypes like definitely once you start hitting archetypes like that seems like when this becomes an actual game um at the moment we just did a we just reset a game, our campaign. We got to level three before, but then the DM had... Stuff, stuff changed, we reset to level one, and now I realized that that some of those campaigns aren't really well real balanced around those other levels, but the moment you have double the HP at level two, it's like, okay, yeah, now, now, we're, now we're rolling.
3: Okay.
1: But that game's also interesting um, because um, with your attacks, at least the ba- the way the basic attack works, in a lot of other games, I don't know about other D&D additions but like 13th age is a good example where when you level mm. up, you just do more damage with your attack. Yes. The way fifth yeah. edition scales it is you get more shit to do.
0: Yeah. Pretty much some attacks scale with level, but most, th- but most like your, your basic, more
1: basic stuff. attack, like, Oh, I just swing my long sword. Mm. Never gets more than like the D six or D eight or D 10, whatever it is. It's just, oh, you yeah, get yeah. more, you either get more attacks or you get yeah. more modifiers to that attack based on your class.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is an interesting that's, that's, way of doing
1: it.
0: it. But so for some class like warlock, my friend plays a warlock. That warlock, is a so so. Op- warlock seems broken. I don't know.
1: Warlock's <laughs> the coolest. I'm multiclassing I, from bard into warlock because they're both charisma casters.
0: As far as I can tell, warlock is kind of broken. Strong. Um, uh, no, really the because
1: real, the real busted most OP class is druid. But that's neither here nor oh, there nor well, there
0: that's that's yeah, and also that has not changed since original Dungeons are <laughs> like impossible to kill. Yeah and also the summoning is just poorly balanced. Like summoning and the wild shape it pretty much means
1: they have a bunch of friends and allies and also multiple it's, health bars.
0: It just bre- it just breaks like so many things. Like I was watching a game on the YouTube's and a dude was like level 7 or something and he summoned like 13 panthers in one uh-huh. of the fights like fuck you. Like like fuck you. The thing Did is you that's know? that's kind of on the DM <laughs> Uh, yes, cuz yeah.
1: if you I was reading through it cuz I have a druid in my other party which I'm DMing for um, right. which I'll talk to talk about in a second uh, <laughs> you have you can summon up to a certain total challenge rating. Let's right. say it's challenge rating 2. That means you can yeah. either summon one CR2, two, two CR1s, four CR1 halves, etc. That yeah. is decided by the DM, not by the player. Ah, uh, okay. All right. So if if the player says oh i want to summon use this thing to summon a creature i the dm then says okay you summon two cr ones what are you summoning
0: okay all
1: right at least that's how i interpret it when i read it
0: um i don't know to me it sounded like it was player based but i don't i don't actually have a problem with a dm taking control of that because it is broken (laughs) (laughs) like it's straight up broken um so i don't mind either way and then i'm
1: running another game which is about once a month we're the weekly game is over. Roll twenty, which I still highly recommend. Mm-hmm. um And yeah, we, we've been I'm using roll twenty well. Doing an additional game in person with a different crew of people about okay, once th- a let's month. Let's be clear
0: here: I, as much as I like roll twenty, in person is the way to play D That's the best. Yeah, but the reason we're doing roll twenty is because we're all spread out all over the country. Abs- absolutely. Like sometimes you have to use it online yeah. service. Yeah. Um. Yeah. um but you so you're DMing it. How's that? Do you have you DM before?
1: Uh, not fifth edition. I DM'd hmm. a bit of thirteenth age, and was that a bit of Pathfinder as well? I don't remember something else, hmm. uh, and also right. like a handful of other systems that we tried out here and there to see if we like them. I've DM'd or GM'd stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but first time doing a, a long term fifth edition thing, and I'm quite liking it. it it's pretty flexible. Like I'm going yeah. into sessions with very little prep. I really um, like.
0: Fifth ed, like just across the board. Yeah. Um, not as much as a player as I used to, but as a as an overall system, it is a better system than the other than the pre- prior versions. I think. If if you can't like like break 3. the game as much as a player.
1: If you like a weird fusion of three point five and some other systems. Uh, once we're done with our current uh, Sunday night D D game, we might get into that Pathfinder second edition playtest.
3: Oh, that's wow. the second half even...
1: this year.
0: Oh, shit. I didn't it's action hear about point that.
1: based. Like it's um, what the fuck is the cyberpunk game? Shadowrun.
0: Oh, that sounds fucking cool. And like
1: <laughs> a lot of stuff is like weird. Like Paladin doesn't get smite automatically. Like you have to take it as oh, part of your
0: build. It sounds that wild. Sounds, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, man. we're that all like super nice jazzed. Departure. The playtest is, I think, August. Oh sick. That's that because Pathfinder was fucking awesome when it came out. Um, yeah. Like it, oh, nice. Good to hear. Anyway, that's that's, that's best news I've had all day.
1: Anyway, I'm I'm DMing another fifth edition game, and speaking of Assassin's Creed Origins and everything, I decided to set it <laughs> in a uh, Middle Eastern, North African setting.
2: Oh, cool. Um, nice.
1: Because Wizards of the Coast are cowards and don't want to leave the Forgotten Realms. Of course. And it mm-hmm. fucking. Oh, it makes you so angry. I ended up buying <laughs> the Arabian Adventures second edition books, AD&D books, all of DM's Guild.
0: Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Just for, like, not for
1: rules, but for... Just a r- reference. Yeah, the and I'm using... And I'm sort of fusing that with, like, my own setting.
0: That's cool. I But you're playing five fifth e rules. We're, so. playing,
1: we're playing 5e, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it, it's, cool. was, you know, it's... Weird, where it's like okay, I have to try and like dig through the Dungeon Master's Guide to find like the extreme heat rules.
0: <laughs> that's fucking cool. Nice. That sounds fun. So like, overall, um, what's the? Did are you are you mostly like eighteen d all round, all year round, or do you generally like have times you play and times you don't? Um, we normally
1: the new like the game that I'm running just started a couple months ago. Um, right, and that's you know we're hand, still level two. We've had maybe four sessions, like one a month, because it's hard to get everyone together. Right. But from the other game, it's like nonstop. We might take like a month off once a game finishes to sort of regroup and think about what we want to do next. But it's like every week.
0: Oh, that sounds fantastic. Like for us, it was a, um, because everyone, yeah, because we are in multiple cities and we really don't like playing online just because that's just my, the temperament of my friends, um, it has to be around the table. So we only end up doing it a couple times a year. And it's hap- and our next session is next weekend. So I cannot fucking wait. Um, it's just before, uh, sadly, the same day of, start of e- starting of E3. But I, I will be doing both. Um, but we look forward to it. But just... it's
1: it's great because my table that I'm running is mostly like new players. Oh, cool. Not That's just nice. like one, di- one guy has played uh, D&D before. Right. But... The other three are all new to role-playing games in general. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so it's fun to see them get way into it. Yeah. We're like, I'm sort of going the extra mile Where with some things where one player was an ex-assassin, so he still has a lot of those contacts. So he they, right. they were walking through a market, and someone bumped into him and handed him a letter and I reach into oh, nice. my bag and pull out a physical letter and oh, hand cool. it to the player.
0: <laughs> oh, you're being like one of those really awesome DMs. I bought
1: like um, the aged looking paper to make it look nice. like uh, paper from the time. And like I bought like calligraphy pens and sort of <laughs> looked up a whole bunch of like fonts inspired by like Arabic fonts. And sort of wrote it out with that. Holy shit, dude! Okay, it's funny because the next the next session they're gonna have to travel to another city by boat, and I'm like, I got all these Amazon boxes here. Should
0: I get a hot glue gun and just make a boat? (laughs) I, I, dude, you know what? Like, I that's one of the coolest things in the world. Like role playing for whatever reason. Like, I'd never, I will never be a larp'er but i can see why people fucking do it and also like just around the table role playing is so fun like, like if you haven't start, done it
1: the start of <laughs> next session all my players uh, had um, custom made minis off of hero forge which that's actually like oh, nice. by the way so yeah, i i, like I brought my place. paints and we like sat down and, and everyone had like a uh, arts and crafts session like oh i think my character is wearing this type of armor with you know this cloak <laughs> is this
0: color and nice and it's, it's cool because, um especially with a new crew of people, because uh, th- that's what my current team is, that like first session kind of sets a theme and you can feel like, you really do have that like under- underdog sports story feeling of you becoming like a gelled team and you figuring each other out and like mm-hmm. how you guys role play and, okay, this guy's a combat guy. This guy's like a, if you're in town, he's the one doing all the talking guy and that kind of stuff. It's just... It is so fun on such like such a strange level, I don't know. d and is the best. If, if someone, Shinboy, was to start d- D&D now, what what direction would you point them? Uh, I would point them if you have a crew of let's say
1: you and a handful of friends that, you know, you're not experts, you have not played a tabletop role-playing game before, I really do recommend the uh, 5th edition starter set. Um yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. You can it comes with a short level 1 to 4 campaign. It comes with pre-made characters. It comes with a basic rule set. Mm-hmm. Um and it's pretty much everything you need to get going. It comes with a set of dice. Um, exactly. Yeah. Like, if you want to like, branch out from there, if you want more character options, you could then pick up the player's handbook. Uh you really mm-hmm. only need one per table. You don't like not everyone needs to get it.
0: Yeah, 100%. And um I would say that if you are the DM or someone you in your friend's group wants to DM, they, they're probably the one who really does have to delve into the rules. Like, it really does help to have a DM who knows the rules. Yeah. But everyone else, it is something you can learn in about a session or maybe two sessions. So everyone else, as long as they have, like, a general handle on things, like, okay, you roll dice to determine in success. You can't tell the DM what someone who isn't their character, like, you can't tell DM for to do something that isn't your character. So you can't say, oh, that guy goes through that door. You can only control your character. Once you get like like, an idea of role
1: The hardest thing for new players in my experience is, uh, the basic player knowledge versus character knowledge. Right. Like the very, the very first session, um, we did the starter campaign, then started over when they TPK to a dragon. Um, yep. uh, (laughs) Accurate.
0: That's normal. (laughs) Um,
1: And there was a moment in that starter session where one of the PCs, one of the player characters, did a favor for this organization in town and went back and and got some valuables as as a reward that he didn't tell the other players Mm -hmm. about. And then one of the other player characters was like, oh, I'm going to try and pickpocket him, see if he has anything good on him. I'm like, you're not doing that because your character would do that. You're doing that because you, the player, knows that he, the player, got these rewards. So I'm just going to say, no, you don't.
0: Yeah, 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 yep, one hundred percent. And that's like it's it's one of those things where um you should you need to learn as players. Maybe getting a bit too deep into this, but whatever. But I I'd certainly say that you need to learn as a player of D anD D not to hate the person next to you when their character starts doing bad things to your character. Yeah, because <laughs> it is, <laughs> that's that's half the fun. Remember, you like, are role playing.
1: That, that is like not half the reason <laughs> that Squiddle is in our games is to do bad shit to us. <laughs>
0: He is an agent but, uh, of yeah <laughs> and when you do get into it like it is fun like playing like half it's improv um it this is also, like just essentially accumulating this goes to session.
1: both new players and new dms it is not players versus dm that's a bad mindset
0: Agreed. it's a mindset the that DM comes up too trying often. To kill them.
1: yeah like,
0: like, the, the like, dm should totally kill them if oh, it no, it's the out of his way to try to kill yeah. them that's yeah, and the players shouldn't go out of their way to break the game mechanically, for yeah. example. Um, um, you really it's funny, one table. of one of
1: my players we rolled in Xanathar's Guide to Everything, which is my favorite book in the entire fucking world. I made everyone do the This Is Your Life Tables, which pretty much oh, rolls cool. your character's entire backstory for you.
0: Yeah. Which sounds which lame. Cause...
1: It sounds lame because you don't get to come up with it, but it doesn't yep. give you de- it, it gives you minute details like how many siblings you have that then you can build upon. Exactly. And yeah, one it of gives the, you, um,
0: like, east, like start starting points to go to draw like, out.
1: It's from. like, here are these bullet points. Now make them a story, right? Yeah. Connect the dots. So one of my players rolled on the, bo- he got a boon and he rolled on the boon table and he got a horse and he was like, do you really want to deal with this? And I was like, okay, I'm going to strike you a deal. You can re-roll the horse if you want. Because I'm gonna go with the the well-trotted house rule of don't make the DM bust out the mounted combat rules, and the DM <laughs> will not make sure that your mount mean, meets a sudden and untimely end.
0: Fair. Oh, <laughs> uh, we sorry. That's one of those other things. Like again, this is not really like starter player info, but we totally just said fuck it and started using house rules for all mounted combat. Um, and stuff like what's once, once you play it more you can start bending the rules in really fun ways especially you if you're the dm and it's, it's it's again while role-playing will never be replaced by video gaming at least not in the near future um and why D is still an amazing thing i would totally recommend if you have a group of friends who are interested yeah that, that's even, why even if some are not i'm sort of
1: bending the rules a little bit where i like a lot of randomness in my games it keeps me right. and the players on our toes. toes. So I sort of encourage people to, to roll whenever they can. We're like, mm. okay, if this is a character, explain it to me. How is your character doing this? Is it something that they would think about beforehand and think, okay, I can do this in this way? If so, you have advantage on that. You know, oh, okay. it yes. sort of encourages okay. them to, to use not just their spells in combat, but like use your mm. abilities in creative ways.
0: Yeah. Cool. So That's d d <laughs> We went way deeper than that than I thought we would. But uh, cool. Nice to hear you. I'm also having fun. And people at home, you guys should check it out. If you haven't played D&D before, um, Easy Allies has tabletop escapades, which is fun to watch. And they they get into it. The
1: obvious recommendation is Critical Role.
0: Yep. Critical Role is fantastic. Um, And there's another one. Adventure Quest or something. I forget. Uh, I mean, there's the first
1: arc of Adventure Zone, but they sort of... With the McElroys, they sort of lose a bit of the thread rules-wise near uh, the end of that? I,
0: I was thinking of Harmon Quest, which is uh, kind of an interesting in-between and animated. I, and stuff, I don't cool. recommend Harmon Quest.
1: It's not even want to learn the rules. <laughs> no, because yeah, it does. Harmon Quest doesn't do a good idea. It doesn't do a good job of showing you how the game is played.
0: Yes, because the, the DM kind of does it all in the background doesn't show you any of it um, any of how it works. But if, if you
1: wanted... I if I want to watch D&D it's it's like you know I want to watch D&D for the same reason I want to play it. There's a bit mm-hmm. there's built intention with knowing that this person has to roll for this thing and not knowing what the outcome is um, going to be.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you you're right. Um which is yeah, so yeah, you're right. Like I would recommend uh, Easy Allies and your one was Critical role. Uh, like the huge YouTube. Yeah, Critical Role. That's massive on YouTube as well. Cool, Shin Boy. Uh-huh. Are we at the end of this? No, we still have two things left. We should take a break before we dive into them. Okay, I'm I'm good with that. So I'm going to hit stop on this recording. See you guys after this. We're back. I'm still here, back. With Yes. Yep. Woo. Um. Fuck yeah! Okay, we're still we're at the, near the end of your list. Dude, we're done uh, with the games on the list. Yeah, we're done with the games. I still have a couple games to talk about, or one game to talk about. Uh, but we'll get there later, Jimbo. Uh huh. I, I see the words anime in all capitals, and I'm excited. Uh huh. <laughs> I haven't been watching too
1: much uh, of late, but. I've watched a bit more of Log Horizon, and that show's still good. Uh, uh, the, 10, it's 10, the good Trapped in an, trapped in an MMO anime. Uh,
0: Log Horizon. I'm trying to look it up. Is it on
1: Log Horizon is on yes. Okay, nice. Uh, and I've been watching a bit more of Ace of Diamond because I like baseball.
0: That show's good. <laughs> uh,
1: I've heard the, the main sports main anime are things,
0: incredible. I don't know. I've
1: been meaning to watch Ping Pong the animation does this, this, that one or or there's table, a, tennis, uh, table tennis table tennis the animation a, whatever it's actually called
0: I, i've again like i keep hearing the old really good <laughs> um well
1: i was talking to someone else about this and i asked like someone who doesn't give a shit about baseball but watches a lot of anime he goes yeah ace of mm-hmm. diamond pretty cool and i was like why is that interesting to someone who isn't <laughs> interested in explain it to me because it's a shonen anime but there's inherent limits Right. Cause it's
0: baseball.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that actually kind of made a whole lot of sense to me.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's a hundred percent it. Um, because they all have like, it's, it's like why Blades has a rule set. It's it, even though it's a terrible example, like exactly that. It makes a whole lot of sense and I love it. And I, I don't even like sports in general, but you can get into it because sports is the limitations within which they have to play. And that makes it <clears> more <throat> interesting. It's fucking cool. Um, And then uh,
1: I watched on Netflix um, Violet Evergarden, which I had heard a bit about beforehand. It's based on a light novel, like a lot of anime is. Um, But it originally struck me because the art for the light novel is somewhat reminiscent of uh, Yoshitaka Amano, who is known for doing all of the character art and all of the logos for the Final Fantasy series. It's that very sort of... Like spindly, stringy. Oh
3: art yeah. Style. Um, wow.
1: The light novel art looks kind of like that, and I was curious how that would translate to an anime. Mm.
3: Um,
1: they didn't quite go like all the way down that route with it. It, the proportions and stuff are a bit more realistic as much as anime can be. Um, but between the way that show looks and the way it sounds, it is the closest. I have seen, now granted, I'm not an expert by any means, uh, to almost like a Ghibli level of quality from a series.
0: Right. It, it does looks look so beautiful. good. Yeah, damn. The music it's, is amazing.
1: The It's stunning to look at. The animation's not choppy, like a lot of stuff. Like, a this lot sounds
0: of... like a drama, if I was to look at yes in terms... Yeah, okay, like solidly drama. <laughs> it is <laughs> very much my brand of... Everyone is sad and everything is <laughs> fucked up. Because <laughs> I just read the uh, the synopsis of some of the episodes, I was like okay, <laughs> you know how <laughs> <Not my bag. laughs> like a lot of like you know
1: every side quest in something like The Witcher turns out to be some fucked up story. It's kind of uh-huh. like that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and I'm—I was way into it, and I'm very excited. I think they're doing a second season. I know they announced a Blu-ray box set that's going to have a quote-unquote 14th episode, which I think is just an OVA. Right. Okay. Um, but it's super, super good. Uh, I watched it dubbed, and the dub was all right. Um, the main character is a bit flat, but she's
0: supposed to be a bit flat. Right. Yeah, that's so I, important. She like doesn't. she's like emotionally d- stunted, according to yeah. this.
1: Uh um i'd be curious to go back and watch it in japanese i might do that just because i like it that much It's mm. only 13 episodes right um it is beautiful but the music though, is, the music is amazing it looks amazing and if that type of sort of hey everyone has a sad background storytelling is your <laughs> thing highly recommend it
0: Netflix has t- stopped telling me whether something's available in 4K or not, and that's really annoying, because I pay for the 4K thing, and I want to know if something's watching is in 4K. Is I'm sure good? if that's available in 4K, it would probably look amazing. Let's have a look. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to check what quality settings this is at. You keep going. What else is
1: you watched? <laughs> the other thing is, I finished, uh, a while ago when it first came out, I bought the Collected Works of Hayao Miyazaki, and I've now finally made it through all of them. Oh, oh uh, wow. I watched... I watched uh, The Wind Rise. I watched them in order in the ones I'd already seen. Right. Um, starting with, I think, was it Lupin Third was the first one? In that box set, at least. Uh, and then up through The Wind Rises. And I think there's only one that I would say I'm not super hot on, and that is Ponyo.
0: Really? People love Ponyo. That
1: movie looks amazing, and the animation is top-notch. But I, did- I don't know. It's not... Like I, I don't I don't mind Twee if I did I
0: wouldn't like half those movies but that's mm-hmm. too much like I don't like I, I'm gonna be hated for this but I don't really like any of his movies <laughs> but uh, I can Princess, I can see my like, is is
1: one of my favorite films like period full stop
0: I'd be like I respected that movie a whole lot once it's finished I loved the soundtrack and I bought the soundtrack um, the actual movie itself yeah like, eh, right, I'm blown away every time I see that movie. I need, to, but I haven't seen Grave Grave of the Fireflies, which is like, I keep. I've not seen. That's not was... a
1: Miyazaki film. It's a Ghibli oh, film. right, that's just Ghibli. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I actually yeah. have not seen that either. Um,
1: the fun I've, fun yeah. fact about that is that was, I believe, I could be wrong, was originally released as a double feature with that and Totoro. <laughs> which if you want wild emotional <laughs> swings,
0: yeah, wow, guys. <laughs> Man, that's cool though. I'm nice. curious so... which one was shown first. So, which is your favorite? Uh, Mononoke. Mononoke. Aside from Mononoke, because that's the easy um, pick. I really like Kiki's Delivery Service. Really? Okay, that's cute. Um, okay.
1: That movie's charming as hell. I, I really like Totoro, and I really like Nausicaa. Nausicaa's I soundtrack need... is dope. I haven't seen
0: m- multiple That movies, movie is but... from
1: the 80s, and you can tell, and it's amazing.
0: <laughs> I need to watch Totoro. That I seems like right Matty. That seems right my. Um, mind. Seems I like went to the, the, the Ghibli right Museum.
1: Yeah, when we went to the Ghibli Museum, they had a separate uh short that was based all around Catbus from Totoro. That's yes. like exclusive to the museum. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know what was going on cuz it was in Japanese, but whatever. It's Catbus.
0: Nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Is that your anime sp- spot? That's that's the anime minute for me. Okay, cool. I will rope it up straight into my anime stuff and, and my stuff. My stuff's going to be really short. Um, Anime-wise, I have binged watched by now all of My Hero Academia. If you want Wait, some Shonen you, when, boys. When, you, when you're done with this, I have something. It's not anime, but it is Japanese television. <laughs> no, go you're ahead. You know what this. That's all I have to say. Just watch My Hero Academia if you like Shonen because it's fucking good Shonen. So.
1: I went deep down the Terrace House rabbit hole. So, you, also so on you said
0: this out loud. What's what's the deal with Terrace House? It is basically Japanese Big Brother, but everyone is polite. Oh, I see, I thought it was Japanese Jersey Shore. No. Like, oh, wow. All right.
1: No, that, it's it's Japanese Big Brother, but when people get mad at each other, they work it out like adults.
0: This is and fucking it's weird. It's fascinating.
1: <laughs> um, what is the point? That's the be, point? Okay. Because it's so sincere. That's, if I could pick one word to describe Terrace House, it would be sincere. You get okay. super invested in all of the relationships. Because like like any other reality show like this, like a lot of people are there to find a relationship, right?
0: Okay. Find yep. a significant
1: other. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get super invested in that. And there's a separate panel in the studio that it cuts back to where they're all like comedians and entertainers that sort of comment occasionally right. on what like just happened. Mm-hmm. And there was one moment where one girl wasn't sure if she. The other thing is, people can leave whenever they want. And then a new oh, cast member wow. comes in, which was oh, okay. wild to
0: me. That's crazy. All right. Once
1: they realize, oh, they're not going to find what they're looking for here, or like they accomplish this career goal and they need to move forward and stuff like that, they can leave. Um,
3: That's one so girl strange. wasn't
1: sure if she was going to stay. So she met up with her ex. I like this cafe and they're sitting there and it's pouring rain outside and she's like opening her heart up to her ex and her ex just (laughs) like shuts her down and it cuts (laughs) back and it cuts back to the studio. And one of the women on the panel is
0: just like in tears. Wow. (laughs) It is intense. Okay. All right. This is ridiculous. And in in a cool way, I might get my friends to watch this. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) by what process are you watching this show is it on youtube it's on netflix okay it it was a show in
1: japan previously they did a couple seasons and like a movie which i don't know how the movie works i think it's just a long episode (laughs) right (laughs) um uh and then netflix picked it up after it was done in japan
0: okay we've got two Uh, seasons here in australia that's funny
1: yeah so the ones you want to watch you want to watch boys and girls in the city which is 46 (laughs) episodes. It's one a week. So it's like almost a whole year. Holy shit. (laughs) Um, And then you want to skip Aloha state. They put that in Hawaii and started adding Americans to the mix and it got bad. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And then the one that's currently going on in Japan and is being brought over to Netflix, at least in the U S in eight episode chunks is called opening new doors. And that is a return to form. It's so good. Well, This
0: is this is so ridiculous. <laughs> what do you? Wh- yeah. Okay. So opening new doors is what I'm looking at right now. It's in like <laughs> it's in like a mountain resort
1: town. Yeah, it looks like really fancy. City, which is in Tokyo.
0: This is hilarious, and boy. I did. I never in a million years would I picture you watching this. show.
1: Like it's funny. I talk to people about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's fun popcorn." <laughs> I'm like, "No, I." <laughs> my love for the show is completely unironic
0: <laughs> uh so it's all in japanese yeah it's all subtitled okay far out i don't think we've got um, boys and girls in the city i don't think we have it here we have a oh, you're story. missing out boys and girls and have... in the city is
1: legitimately one of my favorite tv series ever i, th-
0: I bet this- actually wait no i've got it terrace house boys and girls in the city and it is yeah. okay wow all right shin boy you are you are ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> episodes totally are like a half it. hour they're not super yeah they long. are yeah <laughs> uh, th- we have been
1: blessed the most recent episode eight episode chunk that went up on netflix for opening new doors the episodes were like 40 to 45 minutes instead of like oh 30 minutes god.
0: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so this is so they're actually trying to meet other people in the house is that is that like yeah. part of the core and seat okay yeah the seat is like you know
1: there's three guys and three girls and and see what they're happens. Trying, yeah, see what happens. Okay. And normally, like, when couples form and, like, they're officially a couple, they normally leave, oh, leave
0: wow, the right. house. That's really funny. That's so straight. Like, and what's the selection process to get into... Like, is this, like, a, a hand-picked group of people that are, like... Like, you have to, like, audition. And, and, wow. Jesus Christ. Okay, Shinboy. I'm done talking about Terrace House, but this is hilarious. <laughs> we'll put it like, in the plugs.
1: Like I said, it's it's... <laughs> Legitimately amazing. Okay. Um, I know Griffin McElroy is a big fan. That gives you an idea.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, they they left Polygon, didn't they?
1: Yeah, it's funny. What? One one episode of my brother, my brother and me, where they were on the uh, the red carpet or whatever it was for Jimmy Buffett's musical, they didn't recognize anyone, and Griffin was just like, "I wouldn't recognize any celebrity unless they were a cast member of Terrace House." So. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's in on it
0: man this seems cool i don't know yeah All it's
1: right. it's like a incredibly sincere and wholesome reality show okay where you get super invested in everyone's interpersonal relationships and it's great and i love
0: it i don't i can't i don't know if i could even remotely have any space in my heart for this except when i'm at a, like a, a holiday with friends in which we frequently indulge in reality television together and it, also you know,
1: the, the fashion is amazing
0: fashion dude yeah i can already tell by looking at the um the image the, there's no way that people normally dress this way they have to have like the styles uh, picked out for them
1: i don't know man i've been to japan
0: oh man yeah first, first episode
1: was- one dude rolls up wearing an, a shirt that just has a tombstone
0: on it that just says r.i.p the competition <laughs> Do they speak, do they do this, the classic, class, the Japanese thing where they like insert English words into their normal vocab, like vocabulary? Oh, of course. Okay, great. (laughs)
1: Like when it's people's birthdays, they like sing happy birthday in English.
0: Oh, wow. I don't know why this is, okay, yeah. I can totally understand why this is a whole deal, like a whole thing. I'm shocked that Netflix picked it up and I'm shocked that it has gained like a Western following. But Cause um, it's like
1: I, it's also a fascinating look into like dating culture and just general culture in different. Country. That's very different yeah. from your own.
0: Yeah, because like everyone knows Western dating culture is kind of fucked <laughs> right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> anyway, uh, with that statement. I'm going to move on to video games, Chimboy, if you'll let me. Actually, oh one last thing, though. Um, so My Hero Academia, which I did plug earlier, I will say that it is a standard uh, superhero or now standard, I don't know, students learning how to be superhero genre. It's now genre, and that's one of that genre. If you liked that show or you've already heard of that show, um, I recommended it a long time ago, but there's a book series called Superpowers, um, English, and it is... By an American dude, it's it's not Japanese in any way, shape or form, but it is a uh, book series about a school of how to be a superhero that's actually fucking fantastic, and people should read it. To um, so superpowers, it's on. Can talk about books too, you. if you want to talk about books. Oh, we can? I don't know, but we we'll, let's, let's see. Let's get through my list and see how we're feeling. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, video games. Um, second last thing on my list. I've been playing Bloodstained, and. I've been lamenting the lack of Castlevania for a long time and I'm so happy that we finally have Castlevania again and it took people other than Konami is this, is to this, do it. This is the dude, right? This is Ego, yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. See, I don't know if he actually had that big a hand in Bloodstain. This Bloodstain, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon. It feels like... Cause this, so Curse of the Moon, um, I'm going to just omit the first word of it because the actual game is called Bloodstained as well. Um, is a spin-off of a Kickstarter uh, just happened because they hit a particular level tier on their funding, which is just like, oh, we'll make a um, fun side game, a prequel game to our actual game. Um, and it is essentially just a straight-up rip-off. Not really, okay, that's a bit mean, but it's a direct homage to old Castlevania games of Vinia, Vinivania fame. So if you've watched vinny and you've seen him get through like Castlevania 1, 2, 3, and 4... This is like those games. Wait, so um, It's but like some...
1: that era, not like Symphony of the Night.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So they're not Metroidvania's. They are uh, start to finish, l- not linear, but they're like stage-based games. Um, you 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 get to a stage and then you fight a boss and then you go to the next stage. Um, nothing like, well, very little like Symphony of Night. So to be fair, I prefer the Symphony of Night format, which is kind of why this hasn't really been like putting its claws in me. That said, however, I really do love the way it looks, feels, and plays. Um, it, it it feels like Castlevania as it should be and makes me kind of sad because the actual Bloodstained doesn't seem to be like this. <laughs> it seems to be... That's the weird thing, right? They put out this as a weird side game and I swear this will be this might be a better game than what they're actually going to come out with because if you look at Bloodstained... Well, first of all, it's it's an actual Metroidvania, which is its own thing. I really like that genre, but I don't necessarily feel like, after playing this, I don't need that right now. But more Windows importantly, like,
1: made by, like the dude. Yeah. Might- but,
0: like what was it what's another dude in, in Japanese game making? Like there's Miyamoto, there's him, there's Kojima. Yokotaro. And well, Yokotaro is now coming up. Like he's not one of the old faces, right? Like, he's but the i'm trying to remember because i remember a lot of these those dudes fall off like the Mega Man, man guy fell off and never made a really good game again um there's, there's, a, there's a couple that i can't remember the names of there are similar where they they're famous in the past um there's the East be- dude
1: who did tactics 12 and vagrant story that's about it it's oh, a bit of a stretch
0: yeah but those are all good <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> doesn't fit my point. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if Iga can actually do it. Um, I say that mostly because I don't know. I like the way um, Ritual of the Night, which is the actual one, looks. I think it kind of looks kind of lame. Um, but there is this funny thing where you get multiple characters in this game, and I didn't realize it when I was playing it. I only realized it once. I think Vinnie pointed it out or Alex pointed it out in the um, in the Vinnie Stania series, Ugh. which is him. <laughs> playing this series (laughs) um but the 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 first character side character you get because you can switch characters on the fly um is this girl with a whip who is essentially like just may as well be simon belmont or trevor belmont um but like reskinned as a as a cute little monster girl i don't know and she's by far like ridiculously the best character in that game like just stupidly the best character to the point where it may as well just be her for most of that game I saw um, the
1: first video when he got to switch to her and she had like she has the
0: whip right yeah she has like twice the reach of everyone else because yeah, she has I'm the I'm just whip. like why
1: would you play as anyone else ever
0: <laughs> there's no reason there is no reason like the sorcerer is okay but because you can hot swap you essentially just switch to him use the spell switch back and that's it that's that's his contribution to the whole game um, anyway speaking well, of
1: Japanese auteurs, how do we forget about
0: Tetsuya Nomura <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah <laughs> Well, he's arguably been making poorer games as he goes on, though. Like people haven't really like. So maybe that's fits my Tetsuya point.
1: Satoru Nomura is a roller coaster of emotion.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, people like you are satisfied by Kingdom Hearts. Like I, I'm not a Kingdom Hearts guy, but
1: I liked I really the uh, the little like pre chapter thing they put out from a gameplay point of view. If it plays Was like that. I'll be I'll be pretty happy.
0: Was it playable? Yeah, they did a, a little
1: like prequel using oh, really? uh where you oh. plays aqua from birth by sleep
0: okay cool well there you go hopefully hopefully it actually holds up um i don't know but i have to say by bloodstain is yeah totally buy it like totally if you if you like castlevania at all i'd say 100 worth a buy um so and part of that is because i mean like 10 bucks so you don't you're not losing anything you're like you're losing what two coffees or whatever and it is actually very good um and you can you can watch most much of it on Vinia but as they realize realized when they finish that game, there's a whole second playthrough of it, which with which you only have three characters instead of four, and that changes a bunch of stuff. Oh, the inverted castle, pretty much. Yeah, um, it's partially that because because you have characters that can do different um, bits of like um, traversal early in the game it unlocks whole different pathways through the game um so it's a actually fully different playthrough um and having three characters that are four actually really does change things up uh with that said that's saying definitely worth by um, moving on that's the end of the gaming stuff i have for this week uh i'm gonna just take a moment here to talk about some fitness stuff uh we I mean, don't talk about it much on the show but shin boy do you weight train
1: I do not. I've been looking to get back into it. There's a I moved recently and there's a gym that's like a 5-minute walk from here. I I'm I kind back, of
0: but. shocked because I never weight trained. Um like when I was like I I was young, I was the classic nerd. When I was when I was a kid, I played a bunch of sports in primary school. I was actually quite good at them. Um but then I but I I've never been competitive. So I, like, eventually just totally dropped off all of my sports. Like, by the time I got to un- to high school, I wasn't playing any competitive sports whatsoever. Um, I like playing, like, uh, cooperative sports, like, you know, whatever, like, essentially not real sports, um, all the stupid side stuff. Um, so I got through high school and university and end up in university as a fat slob, which is totally fair and 100% deserved on my part because I ate like shit and didn't exercise and all that kind of stuff. Um, when I joined the military, I started exercising a bunch of stuff and now, now I'm actually quite fit, but I still have never done weight training. And I was curious as to why, like, what what is the deal with weight training? Like, is, is there a reason to do weight training that isn't just looking huge? Um, Um, I don't think so. Unless you want to get into like competition. Well, actually, so that's what I thought. And I was wrong. So the... So initially I was like, okay, I, I want to be able to run fast and want to be able to do like the basic levels of strengths, like do chin-ups and stuff like that. And I could do that already. I don't need a weight trainer to do any of that stuff. Um, so I felt no reason to weight train. I never have. But then I started looking at this year and what I found was actually the metabolic and hormonal responses to weight training were totally not what I expected. Like, in fact... Most of the gains you get from weight training are actually endocrine system changes, and that's what really shocked me um, where the um, your physical fitness is probably the reason like I would yeah you're right it's the reason people do it but your health which is a different and independent factor actually also increases quite substantially with well, weight of course in a way I hadn't I
1: mean expected. that's that's I, th- I always thought that was pretty obvious
0: well that's the deal, right? Because I wouldn't. Nec- I, it's not necessarily obvious that a like a marathon runner is any less fit than a weightlifter. They're just different kinds of fit. But if you look at things like bone density and a bunch of other stuff, um, health like just erectile function, a bunch of like a lot of health stuff. Um, Unless you're talking about actual, like, competitive weightlifters, lifters, because those are a different problem. Like, they have different mm-hmm. metabolic issues because they eat way too much and a bunch of other stuff. But the normal person who lifts weights is actually probably the highest in terms of across-the-board fitness that you can be. Which is um,
1: good, because yeah. I vastly prefer weight training to, like, distance Cardio- running.
0: Yeah, any day of the week. <laughs>
1: Like, <laughs> running can like get fucked.
0: Exactly. Like I bought a rowing machine because I fucking hate running. I if I was to do cardio, I will row and that and fuck If I was running. to do cardio,
1: like I had a uh, my parents have an elliptical and that thing's pretty alright.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Oh, I don't impact. know what it is about running. Um it just sucks. Like it makes you feel like shit when I'm finished. Like I heard about run high and I and I I think it's like this weird thing experienced by some small portion of the populace. Well, no, like...
1: what it is, as far as I understand it, runner's high is sort of like the influx of oxygen back into your system once you're done running, which right. I believe, if my <laughs> vague understanding is, that would
0: work for like any workout. Yeah, that's fair. As long as you actually get your heart rate off. Yeah. because <laughs> So I because of the endocrine stuff and, and doing reading to that, which is – classic me because it never takes it's never like obvious that the um the fit guys look fit it's never that's never worked for my stupid brain i always need like a scientific reason to do something um which is also why i changed the way i eat a long time ago and why i lost the weight in the first place but it took me to find the scientific reason to do so and how to do so to me for me to actually do that so now i've found a scientific reason the endocrine reason to weight train and i've started weight training so i was looking at um systems for weight training and i i st- really kind of fell upon a handful um the people i trust the most on the internet tend to uh also like it was a weird thing where i realized my life was kind of a circle where things i was interested in led me to people who themselves were interested in other things that happened to be something i discovered Mm -hmm. later in life yep so the people i really like on the internet seem to like barbell training very specifically rather than other rather than other types of weight training like dumbbell and and just specific isolationist kind of um single muscle group training and i was wondering why that was the case and i started looking into it's like okay if you look at the endocrine responses of all the kind of stuff again nothing to do with why they did it but this other weird circular route at how i got there i found myself that also yes it seems like barbell training um so and specifically like free weights so not as part of a machine seems to be the way to train um which means i started it two weeks ago and i used a system which uh i loved because the guy essentially has an amazing accent i didn't I, i did not pick this for the greatest of reasons but it turns out to be a fantastic system um it's based on a uh, book by Ray Park, who's uh, one of the guys who trained a lot, well, sorry, who inspired Arnold Schwarzenegger to train. Um, it's an old school training system. It's also used by a group called starting strength, um, which is uh, people who essentially cure back pain and stuff by teaching people how to deadlift and squat properly. Um, and it is a, just famous for being no bullshit. Um, it's called the uh, five by five. So, so um, Things is not startingstraight.com. It is, I, I just know about it. it's 5x5.com five five or um, StrongLifts 5x5. Five five. That's it. StrongLifts 5x5. Five five. Uh, a long time ago, I used to follow this YouTuber called Elliot Hulse. And he's just a really cool, um, really intense guy who was mat- one of the biggest people in terms of fitness on YouTube in like the late 2000 pre-teens. So ten or so, or early teens. More innocent um, time. Yeah, yeah and it's funny cuz i go back to some of the videos i watched a long time ago and even back then he was like yeah if you want to learn if you want to like the basics do this specific workout which i found myself in 2018 uh, 8 years later like again my life is this weird fucking circle man it's like um, it's like that uh, <laughs> it's like that
1: XKCD comic where like you find the error and search it and like there's one forum post from like
0: 2007 <laughs> you do the same error uh, and, and or like uh, the Arrival movie series, like the movie, like it's, it. kind of feels like that, where like, oh wow. Oddly MVP. enough, I've not seen that movie, but I read that it's short right. story. Oh, okay. Uh, I wonder. Short if it's story like was very the good. Yeah, that's quite good. Um, so yeah, I've started five by five lifting, and it starts with you, and just there's a great app. It has an app, um, part of stronglifts.com like thing, and It starts with you just an empty bar, and I'm just going to the gym at, like five thirty in the morning, three days a week. Empty bar was the first session, and you just, like, step by step, you learn how uh, to I wish I could empty. do that. Like, I just don't have it in me to get up that early. <laughs> well, for me, my work starts at 7, and my gym's right next to work. And it's free. So I like, no reason to not do it. Like, if I end up signing up for the, the
1: gym down the street from me, which I likely will, um, I would probably just go, like, after work. Not, like, right yeah. after work, when it's packed for
0: like right. nine o'clock. Dude, it is so good when it's at. And that's part of the reason why I get there so early. Because if I get there at six, so half an hour later, it's packed. And yeah. the, this workout only takes about 40 minutes. So I if I get there at 5.30, I'm done by the time it, it, like many people are there. Because this is right next to work and I'm military, so a lot of people in the military use this gym. And so it gets really full just before work time. Yeah. And also gets just really full after work time. But, Jim
1: near me during the week is 24 hours, so I could go at, like, 2 a.m. if I really wanted to. There you go.
0: <laughs> and so I you still asleep? Need... Uh, no. I'm in the same town, but... Okay. <laughs> right. Um, I was wondering how much free, free time I had. Because it, it. even... There's something really satisfying about weight training that I hadn't realized till I started doing it, and now I totally get it. I totally... I've... I have a mixed relationship
1: with that because a lot of the weight training I've done hmm. was I was I was doing it for for baseball in high school and I didn't like the coach and I didn't like the oh, specific yeah. workout he was making us do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I were like um, recommending
1: I, we do, not really he can not make you do it. You're going to your own gym, but recommending okay. we do.
0: For, for for us we have um a service you can go to. to we have military pe- physical training instructors. Uh, or PTIs that you can get them to do the whole like work you up thing if you want them to but I fucking hate I can't fucking stand someone else telling me what to do essentially like I'm, I don't know what it is about physical stuff but I love doing it at my own pace by myself exactly. preferably headphones on fucking everyone else is gone like I just that's the way I do it um, and so with a system like barbell training of which there are many systems like texas method and a bunch of other things but i like strong this five and it's what i've stuck with so far um two, five, 40 minutes, three, two weeks but whatever it is it is that it is three exercises a day three times a week that's it um you are just doing some combination of these five exercises like uh, overhead press bench press uh squat deadlift and um barbell row so you're doing one of those uh so three of that five now- three days a week
1: question Sorry. if you're going by yourself for mm-hmm. a lot of this once yep. you work up to more weight how are you going to yep. handle like
0: spotting so spotting is the crazy thing i'm so i've enlisted someone else from work to go with me okay uh which is which is a start but honestly how i'll end up doing it most likely is i'll just ask someone there when i'm when cause that's the cool thing about gyms at least the gym i go to if, if there's someone training near you and they need you to spot you just spot for them that's like totally fair yeah um the if it was totally empty i don't know how i'll deal with it but um, i mean like if you're going I'll... early
1: enough where there's almost yeah. no one there
0: yeah if it because by the time i'm done I, there's usually like a couple people there or midway through the workout there's usually a couple people but um especially for bench press that's the only one i'm really worried about the other ones you can fail pretty easy because you can just like you can set squat, up the squats
3: can
1: get pretty nasty
0: uh my my squat pre- the, the squat rack i have has one of those um f- those fail bars at the bottom so you can mm. just lean is, forward it, all, is it also one of
1: the ones that's like on like the guide rails
0: uh, no, no, because that's actually – that's not very good for you. Yeah, because um, that
1: sort of forces your back into a weird position. Yeah, weird position. And it
0: doesn't let you balance properly. Like it's just totally – yeah. Like yeah. free weights is the way to do it. Um, But it has the fail bars, so, and I can set them the height that if I get to my lowest part of the squat and get back, back up, I just lean forward and I can get under, get out yeah. under my, my bell. It's really just the bench press that I'm worried about. Um, But anyway, that said, though, so you start at 20 kilos, which is – or 44-ish pounds, which is just the – um. The bar itself and you essentially just progressively overload so every session you're adding a very small weight to that and i'm what like seven eight sessions in and that i don't know there's something gamifying about every time you get a li- your numbers go up a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah I, i've been All doing the- something <laughs> similar here like not just in my apartment i have a set of like little adjustable weight um, yeah like dumbbells mm-hmm. um that I've just been mostly doing shoulder stuff because I had shoulder surgery a couple of years ago. So I need to like, right. like maintain that basically.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I've been doing that and just like some basic crunches and push-ups and stuff where it's nice where it's like, Oh, this week I did 75 crunches instead of the 70 I did last week.
0: Dude. Yeah. And it's, it's a, some, the, the numbers going up is such a huge part of the whole process. And I don't, it, I guess it is literally the exact same part of your brain that responds to leveling up in games. Um, but there's something like crazy about the fact that this is real life, and I am like today I did a fifty kilo, so uh, hundred and ten ish pound deadlift, which is almost my body weight, right? <laughs> and it just it so, something feels fucking incredible about doing that and working your way up to that and getting past it because I know next time I go be back I'll be doing ten pounds more, um, because they all progress at different rates. Like they only. Like, these smaller muscle groups, they bench press, they progress slower. Uh, But anyway, that said, strongly recommend it. Like, uh, weight training is not something to be scared of as long as you use, A, like, a very simple program like StrongLifts or uh, Texas Method. Um, You focus on form. So, start fucking light. Start with just the bar and learn to not fuck your back. Like... Make sure you do your form correctly, do it slowly if you have to, and get that in your, your body first before going to higher weights. I feel like I feel like someone
1: like me who has a, a sports background, mm. um, that stuff comes a bit more naturally because right. like especially like playing baseball as a pitcher, like we would do drills where you're not even holding a baseball. You're strictly working right. on like mechanics.
0: And that's totally the right way to do it, as far as I can tell. Like, like I, as I usually do, I went cracking deep into the theory about this, and I'm reading books on it and stuff now. And, oh, I think oh, you God, and I are,
1: are the same, where we don't half-ass anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you got you're either, you're all the way in or all the way out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've yeah I've watching a shitload of videos. Um. You're right. Like if if you can get your body to do it without having to think, and to do it safely that's when you can you can really start loading yourself up um and I, i'm actually seeing seeing a huge amount of changes so it's only been like what eight sessions or so um i'm eating more but losing weight which is something you can only do in the first two years or so of weight training um after after your muscles and bone mass gets adjust, adjusted that changes but for the first two years you do weight training you can you can lose weight whilst gaining muscle at the same time um because you're you changing your insulin resistance if you want an actual mechanic behind it. But yeah, it's it's incredible. I'm eating more, I'm losing weight, I'm getting fitter, and my numbers are going up. It is fucking fantastic. And I ho- totally recommend strong lifts 5x5, um, which I got through a circuitous route, which I won't even go into, because that was... <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's, it, again, program. like the universe circled back around and dumped me on a program. That's apparently like one of the oldest programs out there. And one of the most like well-known and like well-respected, um, also known the same ish program is used by, um, yeah. Starting strength, which is fucking John Apatow, Apatow, I think that's his name. Who's, who's like the man. And he's the guy who like, again, everything just circles around. It's hilarious. Um, anyway, so that's me. That's me this week. Uh, I will. I will put that plug for strongest in the, um, in the description along with terrace terrace house terrace house terrace house. <laughs> so Shin Boy, uh-huh. do you want to talk God of War or do you want to do you want to hold it off for another week?
1: Uh, I just want to say. Okay, this is this is your spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Um, I thought the reveal of atreus's actual name
0: Loki. that had me thinking
1: i'm i'm such an idiot because i'd never put two and two together that Faye was short for la fey
0: see i didn't i didn't know that i, I didn't know who his mother's name was the like guy that i never realized that um that connection so i had to look yeah. it up afterwards because the cool thing was um it's part of the whole like news story about god of war being one of the quickest games to a billion views on youtube I'd swear half those views aren't the game. It's like the stuff around the game, like all these Norse mythology videos started popping up <laughs> on my YouTube recommended list, and I started binge watching them. Um, I forget the guy. There's a real, there's a couple of really good guys who go deep on Norse mythology. The, the you
1: know? only thing I would recommend as a starting place is I really still like Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology.
0: Oh, that he's book. I haven't read it. Is That's, it so? So what's the it's, deal? Does he make it into a story, or does he just like? It's not on one
1: continuous topic? story. It's still all individual stories, but he puts it in very plain language. Because oh, you nice. know he's an excellent writer.
0: Yeah, fuck. That's because I kept again. I've gotten a lot of recommendations for that book because I've been watching a lot of Norse mythology that, videos. That is a primo starting point. <laughs> it sounds fantastic, and then, there's something really cool about Norse mythology.
1: Um, and he's so, very good about saying upfront, like, "Hey." I'm compiling these stories and laying them out to you as best I understand them.
0: Yeah, and also like there's no agreement apparently. Yeah, on like Pacific I North.
1: was actually confused because um, with um, Freya, Frigg, mm-hmm. I was but under the impression that they are two different, that, different people, that they are two different uh, yeah. deities, but that mm-hmm. is not universally agreed upon. Because a lot of references to Freya were only discovered much later.
0: Oh. They only,
1: they only appeared in much later documentation.
0: And that's the stuff I find like most exciting about potentially God of War 2, or whatever the fuck they call it. Because you don't, even though the mythology is out there, there are so many interpretations that it can go yeah. any fucking way. Because when
1: they said, because when they were talking about Freya, and then they mentioned her as a freak, I'm like, wait a minute. it's a different person. <laughs> and I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh no, depends who you
0: ask." And dude, putting Mimur in is so fucking smart because he explains mm-hmm. that. I, I, like while you're walking in through the ways and stuff. Yeah, he's like, "Oh," so I, and he renamed her frig later. I was like, "Oh fuck, okay, that's kind of fucking cool." Um, oh, yeah, that game. I, re- I did, it's, I don't think it's like a um like masterpiece. I'll remember it for all time, best game ever. Blah 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 blah. But I fucking love that game. Yeah, like, it's I really, really good. Really liked it. Um, the combat system—you're totally right. Like it warmed on me to such an extent. By the end of it, I really liked it. At the start, I was like, "Yeah, this is fun. This feels like Dark Souls, I guess. I don't know." Um, in fact, I actually now I like it more than Dark Souls. Like,
1: uh, much like Dark Souls, um, uh, shields are for cowards.
0: Dodge everything. I I'm kind of with you, man. By the end of that game, like once you get the Blades of Chaos, I, yeah. that's the part I want to talk to you about. I'm going to have... It's going to be hard to beat that for me personally of Best game, best Moment because that was the most hype I've been in a long fucking time. I actually like,
1: really like the boat ride leading up to that point.
0: Yeah. Like the fact that they they took their fucking time with it. It was like... It's like a, tw- like a 15, 20 minute sequence.
1: It's like um, a Disney
0: World dark ride. <laughs> with like the cameras swinging around and like the storm around you and like deers being fucking frightened off and shit um dude yeah and and i love he's like his 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 talk with athena is only like four lines but mm. it's incredible so me, like I, I
1: i didn't play the previous game so i don't have a lot mm-hmm. of connection to that stuff but it still mm-hmm. worked so yeah a testament to how good it is
0: because you get it's yeah, all I, I know
1: enough. i picked up enough through like just cultural osmosis of those games
0: mm. yeah like, you know he kills everyone and yeah. including Athena. Oh, at the end That's of the you, you can
1: you can just keep beating up Zeus as long <laughs> as you want.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that game was something else when it came out, man. Um but no, I yeah, I just something about um him unpacking the blades and them being their shitty whatever like 1999 or whatever the fuck it was like 2006. I don't remember I don't remember. But that Terrible design that looks like something out of like a kid's sketchbook, mm-hmm. but rendered in a on a PS4. Something about that's like really hit me so hard. It's like, oh man, we've come this far, and it looks incredible and exactly how I want it to look. Oh, so there's um, a fun wreck on it. Yeah, totally fun, totally fun. Um, I I like using the blades way more than I like using the axe. Not Actually, kind of like I kind of like blending them. Yes when i figured out that you could um that the that the cooldowns are independent uh-huh that changed the game for me uh-huh. it totally changed the game
1: <laughs> um i also really like that you can press the axe recall button right even when when you have the axe on your back to yes. equip it
0: it's so instead cool. of
1: like fudging with the d-pad you can
0: just like press triangle and now you have the axe Fuck it, just yeah, just make sure you finish a combo with throwing the axe, and then you can just like, ah. Yeah. Oh, so, not even I don't just people on the way. Not back. even,
1: not even that. Like, if you're using like fists and the mm-hmm. axe is on your back, you can press the recall oh. button and you'll recall it into your hand.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. yeah. You can you, you can recall anywhere, even if it's on your back. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. like instead of like trying to you know if you're moving around and you don't want to take your mm. thumb off the left stick to press the D pad, you can just press yeah. triangle and do that instead. It's it's like a weird fucking, little detail that I think helps a lot.
0: It's just, yeah. There's a lot of little details in that game. Uh, a lot of, mostly, mostly about the combat system that I really like. look deal
1: at, score is quite high. Oh, yeah. the combat.
0: Fuck. They, they, the animations, like, you can tell what's going on by the I animation. Mean, it makes me want to play with the no hard mode to see how that goes. Um Because I've heard that's a good way to play that game. I don't know, just because
1: like because the camera is close by. Like
0: Mm -hmm. I guess there are audio cues, or like, oh, look out behind you. But you know, well, some of it. I don't know if I in a high difficulty, but at some point, like you just get a feel for when you should be dodging. Like, oh, I've done three hits. I should probably dodge now. And you you generally just never get hit. Um, That game is good. Cool. I'm happy to hear you liked it. Um, Is there a game you like? Red Dead's coming out this year. But i'm trying to think of what else is out this year there kingdom is hearts one you.
1: there is one other game outside of kingdom hearts that i'm like i need this to give it to me right now
0: what's which one's that
1: that is octopath traveler
0: oh okay yeah right okay that's it's that's most, in july The most on brand answer for me <laughs> that's july oh man i i'm so excited that's out this year um I've heard they've announced all eight characters. Yes, and I didn't see it. the first the uh I'm I'm really
1: excited because everyone was like when that game was first announced, oh, Project Octopath Traveler, it's just a it's a project name, they'll switch it to something else. They have decided instead to fully <laughs> lean in to that name. Yep. If you of take, course. If you take the first letter of each of the characters' names, it spells
0: out Octopath. <laughs> i heard that and i was and i just clapped to myself like yep yeah, that's square enix good job guys good job uh, i'm really curious if it's got a good story that's sort of that's my main um judging
1: main by at least starting uh, in the demo i did the start of the dancers uh story and it was very good
0: yeah i've heard that uh that she's not a shitty um like a bad female character. She's actually kind of interesting. Um, it's funny because the characters sort of
1: split into good and bad, sort of your Paragon renegade type deal by default. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, that's kind of cool. I'm interested in the Scholar because the Scholar is a renegade one.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool. Wait, so do you? So by the character you choose per story, it changes well, you the can outcome?
1: You can go through all of them in one playthrough. That's something that came out the other day and said, it's just okay. which character you're playing at the time, sort of builds up a, a sort of. I think it's like a world state type meter, one way or the oh, other. Oh, that's kind cool. don't quote me on that, but it's something like uh, that.
0: We'll find out. We'll find out. Sort of um, affects
1: how the people react to you.
0: That's kind of well. So did all eight people is that like trying where all eight people become one person, or is it like? Uh, it's like all, It's all. It's closer, I think, to
1: a Bioware game, except the stories are less like dossier missions and more like full okay. full-fledged storylines right where you can have all eight players in your party in one playthrough and go through each of their individual stories right
0: yeah okay that sounds fun i'm i'm, I'm going to wait for reviews but it sounds like you're already sold on it <laughs> uh,
1: the combat super good the music super good it has a look
0: <laughs> it does have a look it is it it is I don't know if it's gonna like rank on best looking games, but it's gonna be definitely best style. I think it's it's a very strong contender for best style twenty eighteen. Um fuck, this year's looking at looking to be pretty cool. Anyway, and with that, Shrimp Boy, is that what we've got? I think that's all we got. Let's I also want to talk, about, talk books. about books. Uh let's just quickly do just, just throw out just some, just what you've been reading. Yeah. Okay. I I've um I've actually been reading a lot of story stuff, which isn't useful to you. Uh I like uh, 23, like st- the story method and a bunch of other stuff like writing books. It's so not very useful. What have you been reading?
1: Uh, I finished the wizard in glass and did not like it. Oh, you told me that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Then I read um, the fifth season, which is the first book in the broken earth trilogy. I cannot remember the author's name, Okay. Um, but it is sort of like a, a science fantasy. Um, that book. I I've only read the first one, because uh, the new Witcher book came out, and that's what I'm currently reading. Um, oh. Um, but that the fifth season does something with something super interesting with the multiple point-of-view characters. Like, you know, a bunch of fantasy books have used that trope. Yep. It does something that I have not seen any other book do with it, and I'm not going to say what it is because that would be a spoiler, but... I had this like crazy sort of aha, eureka moment a few times when I realized what that book was doing. And it was super cool. What was the name again? Uh, the fifth season. The fifth season. The way the magic system works is that um, certain sec- sect of people are able to manipulate the earth, either create or quell earthquakes and oh, wow. the like.
0: Oh okay, yeah, okay. This I've never heard I have never fucking heard of this. Oh, it won a so Hugo Award. Reviews. Holy shit. Fifty thousand reviews and four point three on, on Goodreads. Okay. Uh, it, won,
1: right. it won uh Hugo Award in twenty sixteen. It came out in twenty fifteen. And the Damn. The second and third books. I think I think the second book I don't know if the second book won, but the third book is nominated. It hasn't been. Oh wow. He's keep yet. he's kept up
0: the pace. They're coming out oh, Really? Shit. Holy shit she okay sure but holy cow yeah there's all three books are, i, I think books it's are supposed to be just a trilogy because i know there are three books out i think it's done oh uh, no there's the stone sky so four at least uh let's see i'm looking at the the description on goodreads there's supposed to be the stone sky oh uh, no the Stone so yeah the stone sky oh, so that, is the third, that's
1: book. the
0: third that's the third way yeah. so there's oh no, no yeah, yeah you're right the fifth season the obelisk gate and the stone sky that's it
3: mm-hmm.
0: cool cool all right there you go I've, I've never heard of it any so highly recommend from you highly recommended uh
1: not nice. super long by fantasy book standards i it was a really easy read not easy read, but um a page turner say nice like, I, I sort of flew through it in a way i normally don't with books i normally read very slowly
0: I'm just going to make sure I'm not missing anything because I swear I have been reading fucking something. That then wasn't... I'm reading uh,
1: the new Witcher book, which is very good. It's uh, the Season of Storms. It's not part of the like novel saga. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes place during when all the short stories take place. So it's written like one of those short stories where it's a bit more lighthearted and goofy, but it's longer okay. form. Like huh, all right. I'm a third of the way through it. And the whole thing so far is Geralt had his sword stolen and he's trying to get them back.
0: <laughs> okay. So, that's kind of cool.
1: <laughs> it's it's not nearly as like heavy as the saga is.
0: <laughs> uh, I did realize I have read a book. I haven't plugged here yet. Um, there's a author called Scott Meyer. I'm not sure if people have heard of him, but he's a, he's like a, a comedic fantasy author as well. Kind of thing. Um, he has uh, he's famous for this series called off, uh, called magic Two which which starts with off to be a wizard um where a dude a computer programmer finds out that the whole world is essentially a simulation and you can edit the simulation by editing this file so he's he sends himself back in time to uh live the world as a wizard i e Gandalf um and impressed all the like maidens in the past et cetera and, and get like essentially laid and rich and a bunch of other stuff. And I mean, he gets, and he looks up like where he would go. And it like the first link on Google is essentially medieval England. So he goes back to the date and he realizes that there's a lot of other people from out here who did the exact same thing. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. There's a bunch of people who also are in medieval England and it's just about their escapades, um, editing the file, a bunch of other stuff. That's really fun. But here's another series just put out, um, or started with the first book, which is called the authorities. And it is essentially a, um, very comedic, uh, I think brooklyn Nine, okay. but, um but in a kind of world it's, it's it's it is reality it's not fantasy but the um the crew he's in is like this um superhero crew not like super it's like super detective crew um but the detective is like there's a dude who has bees and he's trained these bees to be like like do all these crazy things that are actually kind of like logistically that dude from for Metal Gear Solid three? Exactly. So he's like attacks people with bees and stuff. That's that's what's in this book. Um it is really fun and it's not like a perfect book, but again, it's a real page turner and and I highly recommended it. Um that's Scott Meyer, the authorities. Um and that's it from us. I guess. I have to cut it short there. It's been three hours. So that covered, um... that covered
1: a lot of ground.
0: <laughs> oh man, I'm looking forward to E3 next week. That's gonna be a yes. whole thing. Um and most importantly, uh, check out Easy Allies on Patreon because they'll be putting out the betting special, oh boy. which is one of my favorite things about E3. I like Easy Allies. I, I really do. Really I like their,
1: their video reviews are good.
0: Yeah. And and I just like their attitude. They're just really upbeat about things. They're potentially too upbeat about things, but I don't care. It's, See, it's I, really I fun. I don't really follow like their podcast or anything, but like I check mm. out some of the video features. I really
1: like their Souls retrospective.
0: Right, yes. Yeah, yeah, Their retroflexes are really good. And they're at $46,000 on Patreon, which is only 4K from their studio. They're they're aiming to get a studio finally, but they need 50K a month to get that. Um, But because they're at 46,000, they're now doing trailer scores like they used to in game trailers, and they're doing um, top 10s like they used to in game trailers. So that's going to be really fun. Anyway, I didn't intend that to become a plug for Easy Allies. I just want to say their betting special is coming up, and that's going to be fun um so see you in e3 next week i'll see you there shin oh, boy assuming you're taking time off as well um i'll Durham be around will be there uh Durleton will be there because he's taking time off essentially we're all taking time off for e3 as is i want um, so um the,
1: i don't know if i will be days. on live reacting to the the press conferences with you guys if that's a thing you're doing okay. but um i'll be around
0: We'll generally be I I we generally watch the tech press conference together but don't record it and then we do like a post show. That's that's the idea. Um, if you get there for some of them, that'll be fun. If you're not, that's okay too. We'll we end up doing like a we'll be doing an E three wrap up show at the end of the week, as usual.
1: Uh, uh, whether or month... not I will be there will depend largely on what is shown from Kingdom Hearts three.
0: <laughs> so with that, thank you for listening, people at home. We'll see you next week. Uh, bye.